You can't drive past my house. You can of... and did. Drive to a dead end and then drive back. Were you looking at the houses? We looked at your house. <laughs> Why don't you come in? Because I don't want to go in. We didn't know if you were in or not. We looked through the windows. There was no one around. Did <laughs> <laughs> you really? Yeah. Yeah. Could look in the window. You can see all the way through to the back. What I can't see this? No. It's a flame. Uh, Four. Oh, I was in bed. Four. What were you doing in bed at half past four in the <laughs> afternoon? I went for a kip about two. Why? I was tired. What's wrong with you? Who goes out? And you were still asleep at half past four? Yeah. Welcome to MGP215, I'm Kev, and with me as ever, the Sheepdog Anna and Pab say hello, boys and girls. Hello! Hello. Hello. I did that intro two seconds faster than I normally do. Normally it takes nine seconds. Today, just seven seconds. Quite happy with that. Shaved two seconds off my PB. Excellent, that sounds great. Yeah. Maybe those people listening on double speed to get through it quicker will... Uh... People don't listen to the I, intro. I don't know how people speed. do that. I've I've tried to listen to one, and it's just it's too much for me. I don't know. There yeah. are some, there are some podcasts that benefit from being listened to at double speed. <laughs> I was listening to one uh, that Pappy's flat share slam down or Paddy's whatever it's called, and um, I put it on double speed, and it, it barely made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it sounded normal, really. There you go. That, that told us. See, let's uh, everyone listen to the next ten minutes on double speed, and let us know what you think. We'll we'll try and talk really oh. slow. <laughs> that, I don't think they were real words. I'm still yeah. I'm still giddy from Comic Con at the weekend. Are we all still giddy? Yeah. I'm quite giddy. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have. We all worked out how much money we spent yet. Too oh, much. Twenty yeah. quid. I've not done as bad as I thought I did. Yeah, Pab's got an interesting tale he was telling me before the show. Okay. So, I uh, acquired a Batman figurine, if you remember you rightly. You stole a Batman figurine, I from, remember. From, from the uh, Square Enix people. Yeah. I've been checking my bank all week going, okay, let's just see what it is I've spent, how much is I spent. Um, it turns out Square Enix charged me 25 quid for that. Is that more or less than you were expecting? Well, it was 65 they were selling yeah. it for. Splendid. You so, know they listen to the show, so they're going to charge you another 40 quid now. They can't do it. Well, on what? The transaction's complete now. We're done. Yeah. Deal is done. They'll send you an invoice. Yeah. They'll say that 25 find, quid was for your carrier bag. Yeah, probably right, yeah. <laughs> probably right. I keep getting questions from Halifax saying, did you shop abroad this week? <laughs> and the reason is because one of the stalls I brought some Pokemon from for my kids, um, they put it through in Euros. And um, they're like a Spanish company, I guess. They It was all in Spanish. They spoke to me in Spanish. It was all there. So it's, it's gone out, <clears throat> the amount I wanted to pay, and it's gone out to them abroad. Um, and Halifax just keep querying it, because all my other purchases that same day Why were in London. Why do they keep querying it? Why do they need to query it more than once? That seems incredibly inefficient. But it's like, let us know if this isn't real. It's like, I, 
the naughty man in me keeps thinking, well, I should just say, well, no, I wasn't in Spain. That's the answer to the question. Were you in Spain? No. Um, and just let them figure out the rest. But yeah. the honest person in me is like, no, those ladies, uh, you know, work hard for their Pokemon collection. They deserve the money. I didn't know there was an honest person in you. When did they arrive? <laughs> They've always been there tied up in the corner, shouting across the room. Um, but yeah, thanks to those ladies. My kids are the proud owners of about six Pokemon now. I spent just under 50 quid on Pokemon that weekend. Wow. Do they fit in Pokeballs properly? Uh, one does. Um, ah, oh, there was this brilliant moment on the Sunday where this giant Pikachu was walking around outside the food area and, and my son ran up to it. I thought well, maybe you want a picture. I jokingly said, quick, catch him. And he just launched his Pokeball as hard as he could in the Pikachu's <laughs> face. Um, it bounced <laughs> off, obviously. And then me thinking like, oh, he's going to be disappointed now. But this woman leant in and went, that's my Pikachu. And just showed him a Pokeball and said, it belongs to me. <laughs> and he was just so impressed. He just thought it was all completely real. And it was the best moment ever. Um, but he was talking about how he met Pikachu and tried to catch him. And that oh, was brilliant. Um, my daughter's really into it. She, she managed to pick completely without knowing. She bought three Pokemon and they're all fairy type girl Pokemons, basically. Um, they're all different colours and whatnot. But I was like, looking at it after, just thinking, my son's gone for quite a varied team of strength. You know, he's got his fire, his electric, psychic. My daughter's just got fairy, fairy, fairy. Um, you need, you need to give us a few tips. She's not going to make it very far with a team like that, is she? Well, you say that, but she's learned quite simply that if my son tries to fight her with his Charizard, she just gets Jigglypuff to put him to sleep. And then uh, her Sylveon takes care of the rest. Does anyone have any idea what he's talking about? Oh. Vaguely. Oh. Yeah. She's got it now. I was quite impressed with her knowledge. Oh, I'm all tangled in my wire. Ah, someone come and untangle me. There you go. I'm untangled. Don't worry. Um, I got... Did everyone else get the uh, the, the post-Comic-Con press release thing? We were, we were part of 130,000 people there over the weekend, apparently. Ah. The, mm. biggest, ah. the biggest Comic-Con outside of America ever. Um, which I mean, it was meant and it was crazy busy. It, did you me, get feedback? I did. I said it was excellent. Me and Anna were at the London one four years ago, and it was completely different to, to what yeah, it was four years ago. Um, so much bigger and lots more stuff on, and it was just. It was but there was no game, though. There was a, there was a game there section. A we just people. ignored it, didn't we? Uh, yeah, was, there was a massive game section. I didn't uh, see it. It was all I, indie stuff, though, so we, love. we didn't bother. Anime. <laughs> and my family and I were going down every road diligently checking every stall. We got to that area and I said, we can skip this, guys. There's nothing for you here. <laughs> um, and we carried on walking. Um, what did you uh, What did you give them for uh, create, what's it called, constructive criticism for next year? Did uh, you give any? I can't remember. What, what might I have given as constructive crit- criticism? Um, I think I said the, having the different wristbands for different entrances is stupid. Yes, um, I said that. I explained was, how I'd walked yeah. 20 minutes to catch up with you guys because of that stupid door. That was brilliant. That, I think that was because that is an exit and all the pr- and, like, press were allowed through, but it's, it's really an exit. But it was the That's same thing uh, with my family. Um, <clears throat> we walked down, we walked all the way from that area to the N7 door where I'd come in because that was near the station. And the guy said, no, no one can exit this door. You have to go up the other end. And we yeah. were just defeated. So were they trying to do, like, a one-way system then? Is that, yeah. is that the idea of it? Push you in one end and push you out the other, yeah. Seems very odd. 
that it's so it was only us fancy pants press types allowed in there. Even people out of Coronation Street who keep shouting, "But I'm in the show!" aren't allowed in the way we went in because we got to shove past him. On yeah, Saturday morning. Which uh, has anyone found out his name yet? Someone needs oh, to look up um, what his name is, because... Um, I don't even know who you're on about. On the way in, there was a fella was, there... Because you go, you need your tickets, I'm going through my emails looking for that. I'm Googling Coronation Street moustache. Yeah, good luck with that one. It's bound to have only been one person in Coronation Street. Was he young Street. or old? Yeah, uh, old A little bit of both, about 40 probably. Uh, um, Coronation Street. He's not current cast, is he? No, no, no. I mean, no. this is, this is going to take some research. Only me and Pab saw him as well. Um, what colour was his hair? Gingery blonde. Oh, so it, what, the one that got sucked for drinking? I don't know. There's uh, Battersby. No, yeah. no. Um, I don't recognise him from Coronation Street. It's Pab who says he was in Coronation Street. Curly Watts? I've seen him in other things, but I don't know what the other things were. Okay, um, I've got the, uh, I've got the, uh, Program, whoever it is, <laughs> rifling through it now. It wasn't uh, Ken Barlow, was it? Yeah, that's oh, it. This is Ken Barlow. Yeah, Ken yeah. Barlow. Um, <laughs> we'll leave Pab with that because uh, <laughs> this is going to take quite some time. The program's like 160 pages. Yeah, it's quite big. I also uh, left them feedback that my sister asked for uh, Pikachu with spatula and there weren't any there. Um, and next year they could do with having a homeware shop so that I can purchase that. Why would... I don't understand. Well, you know, I just thought it'd make a good idea you know, if they sold more homey stuff so that people who want Pikachu kettles can buy them. Um, I do need to give a an official shout-out to the shop that I bought most of my comics from while I was there um, called A Place in Space. <laughs> because Found they were crazy cheap. Six pounds for an image yep. trade paperback. So I loaded up on loads of them and they're available on eBay as well. What are they called? A Place a in place Space. A Place in Space. Um, they're on eBay, are they? They're on eBay, yeah. So um, they're worth checking out on eBay if you are after some cheap Googling comic stuff. Um, so they were very, very good. I bought lots of stuff from them, tweeted lots of stuff that I purchased over the course of the weekend. And um, what was this fella's name then, Pav? Uh, this guy was uh, called Thomas Craig. There you go. Well, Tommy he got in the, Murdoch the, Mysteries. Thomas Craig. Uh, Who did he play in Coronation Street? Then? I don't know. He, he was in, he was, he, he's there for Murdoch Mysteries. Plays Inspector. Oh, yeah, he was only in it for a little while, wasn't he? He had a, a, yeah. a fight with a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. he is with his moustache. See, I told you he had a moustache. Oh, where the heart is, that's what I knew him from. Proper uh, northerner. That's more, much more my cup of tea, where the heart is. What a quality programme that was. Um, it doesn't say who he was in Coronation Street on his Wikipedia page. He's been on EastEnders as well. Who'd have thought? Um... He used to play for Sheffield Wednesday as well. Oh, no, that's his Isn't stage name. Was taken from someone who used to play for Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> okay. uh, he's 53. I tell you what, he looks good for 53 as well. But he was having a right hissy fit. I'm in the show. I'm in the show. Let me in this door. And we just walked past him because, you know, we're, we're more important than he is. I tell you what, their eBay page of Place in Space, they have, like, variant covers of uh, uh, comics for, like, the same price and everything. It's all quite cheap on it there. Is, it's very good. So, well worth checking out. Um, has anyone got any further comment on Comic-Con before I start bleating about MGPX, as um, I want to do? Comic-Con. I, uh, the aisles could be wider. Yeah. I got um, four, five, I think, pop vinyls in the end. Really? Yeah. Four more than I got. Supergirl. 
Do you know, Supergirl, I asked every store, do you have Supergirl? Like, no, no, all sold out, mate. Not, you know, you're not going to find it this weekend. One guy said to me, that's why you don't leave it till Sunday afternoon, mate. Never going to find what you want here. And then uh, I wandered past the store that just had eight of them all lined up. <laughs> just, I actually grabbed it and then went to walk around the side to pay the guy. I realised I'd already gone far too because uh, i'd walk around a crowd of people i was so far away from the table i could have just carried on walking no one had noticed me but again the honest person in my brain made me go and pay this honest person's new i'm not sure i like him um and then you went home and valued your pop vinyls and realized that anna had made you rich yeah i had a really uh, i was having a funny conversation with one of my colleagues at work over text where we were just saying about like pop vinyls and that because i was asking we were, i was trying to decide whether to take them out of the boxes or not because I think they look good in the box, and I think that if they're ever worth anything, it's good to keep in the box. And I'd heard, because when I was there, I asked about the Diggle one they had. That You know, you'd bought one over the weekend for £22, and I just mentioned, like, I, I think I was asking for, um, who was I asking for? Possibly The Flash, and she was saying it's quite hard to get hold of because they sell out so quick. And then I just asked about the Diggle one in front of me and, uh, you know, what the deal with that was. She said it'd been retired and, you know, there's very few of them. And I was thinking, well, you've, you've had two on your stall at least in the past day. And no one wants that one. And she said to me, it's already worth £30 in America. And I'm staring at it thinking, is she lying? Because she can see me. No, stuff. I looked it up and checked. Yeah. Because uh, I thought to myself, well, why don't you make yours £30 then, lady? Um, but... Then I was thinking, you've got your Felicity one that you bought that's even rarer because it was only given away at Comic-Con in America. And um, so when I got home, I was, I was chatting about it to my colleague and she was showing me her Tutaloo one and um, she's got a couple of rare ones from, uh, what's it called, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then my wife came in and was like, screw it, I'm opening all of these. They're not going to be rare. <laughs> so, um, so I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was just like, right. I'll check this one. Oh, no, that's worth eight quid. We'll just keep that in its box on the shelf, but it's worth only eight quid. And then um, she literally picked up Sonic, and I was just like, no, leave it, wait, I'm going to check what it's <laughs> worth. Typed in Sonic Pop Vinyl when it came up that it was in the vault, and I thought, oh, oh, that's a good sign. And then um, I went on Amazon, and it's there for nearly 400 quid. And then I started having a look around online, and apparently it was run on a limited run, and the Sonic Towers and Knuckles ones are all worth a fortune now. Um, and, yeah, I was just like, get that out of your hands. <laughs> Put it right <laughs> to the top of the panel. Um, <laughs> no one can reach it except me now at the top of my little mountain of them. Um, so then I went through all the other ones, and the Tobias Funke one, the, um, the Nevernude one that Dean got me, that's also vaulted, so that's only going to go up in price. Hey. I got you that. Oh, sorry, Pab got me that. Sorry, mate. I thought Dean got me that. I <laughs> mate. Thank you very much, Pab. You've also potentially made me a millionaire. So, uh, well done, mate. Anna did explain when she lent you the Sonic that it was only on a two-year loan, <laughs> didn't she? <laughs> I thought it was a year now, Pab. Sorry, mate. Um, you right? <laughs> yeah. It was Tyrion that Dean got me. That's worth nothing, Dean. So, uh... <laughs> 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 you sort your act out. But, um... You could argue that everyone who's ever bought you a pop vinyl needs to buy you more until they get to the value of the amount that Anna's bought for you in pop vinyls. That sounds fair. Whereas Anna is officially more <laughs> generous than these other people. I was just like, what a legend Anna is. <laughs> I was looking through them all just thinking, that's ridiculous. Like, everyone I've bought myself or Claire's bought or whatever, um, beyond that, the maximum was about 20 quid to diggle territory at, at the show. But then the, the Tobias one was still only 25, but it was vaulted whenever it was. And the Blue Man Group one, if anyone's ever got a, a Blue Man Group one of Tobias, that's worth... Yeah, they're hard to get. I looked for um, them. 
The most the most expensive one we've got in our little collection surprised me. It was a Walking Dead zombie, just a random zombie. Huh? Was it a tank zombie? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that on the list and thought, I'm sure Kev's got that. Yeah, that was that was the. I think that's worth about forty five or something. The Borderlands ones must go up a bit. They should. No, I checked them all. I've I've had a look through the whole thing. The only ones we've got that have any kind of value. Uh, the Walking Dead one and a couple of Arrow ones that I've bought for more than they're worth anyway. Yeah, because I was just, yeah, I was frantically texting you about Diggle when that woman told me. I just thought, I can imagine you sat there playing with them all on the table. And, and it's, they're still in the box at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah she told me. I, I think checked. they are going to come out of the box. We've, no! I've, I've finally ordered the Billy bookcase. And well I'm, thinking, I'm thinking when that gets set up, I might keep the boxes but have the pop vinyl stood in front of the empty boxes behind them so I can just put them back in the box afterwards if I want to yeah I mean the boxes aren't sealed anyway no so, yeah my supergirl one kept falling open so I went back and swapped it I said to them can I swap this the box keeps opening but um, it turns out they all open yeah exactly so there's it's not like they're sealed you can take them out play with them put them back in and then they they look like they've never come out to be fair I put Claire's um uh, what's it called? The dancing group bobblehead one that I got her. Um, I put that back in its box, and uh, despite having been all over our car and bent, and apparently a kid stuck it up his nose, um, it looks good as new in the in the packaging. So as long as I sell it to someone who's never going to open it, um, <laughs> that's worth eight pound. But yeah, hmm. well, check well, for that though. I was and I texted me going, "Do not sell it," and I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> not you know, it's uh, it's going to stay there. I mean, if obviously if it got to a ridiculous value, I'd be kind of like, well, <gasps> oh come on, as Just if you wouldn't me. sell sell the ones you've got if they were like. See, we've had this discussion this week, and I wouldn't sell them. I've, they're my collection. I, she was throwing prices at me, and I don't think there's prices that I'd sell them for. I, I want to keep them. That's why I purchased them. Well, that's it. I mean, I'm interested. I'm actually surprised with my uh, response to knowing that I could get 400 quid for this because I was just like, oh, that's really cool. I'll put it at the top of my uh, little pyramid shape that I've built. Um, I think Arrow's actually at the top, but Sonic's there um, nearby. But, um, yeah, I was just kind of like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, pre- I'll treasure it. Whereas I think if it maybe said 1,000, I'd be like, oh, and then beyond that, I'd probably have to start thinking about it. But I d- that also is only what people are selling it for. It doesn't mean anyone's ever going to pay that amount. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm impressed, because I think a few years back, 400 quid, I'd have been already selling it at 200. And it's also 400 quid two years after they were made. If if pop vinyls continue to be super popular for the next 10 years, then exactly five, six years down the line, it could be worth even more. Because they've also said that the vault doesn't mean it's never going to ever be... I mean, if it's retired, it's never coming back, apparently, because they weren't ah. enough. If it's in the vault, then it's... Uh, likely to never come back, but might do. And I kind of thought, well, Sonic's one of those who probably will come back, but it won't be the original number six Sonic, will it? Whereas your uh, Diggle, if they're saying that, if that woman's right and it has been retired and not vaulted, then that should just leap up. Apparently loads of like the Riddler and Penguin have been uh, properly retired, but they'll have to be brought out of retirement. Here you go. Go on for you. I've got a Bart Simpson just checked on eBay. It's been retired. It's currently worth 80 quid. Uh-huh. Nice. So I've hit twenty for it. So I'm doing all That's right. Surprising. Bart Simpson retired. Yeah, it's really retired. All the Simpsons ones have been retired. Apparently, wow. you never actually um, see a Simpsons one. I had a look online for what the. I mean, there's a website that tells you what the 
biggest prices are. And there was like um, sort of shiny Darth Vader and um, some other thing like that. A couple of Star Wars ones that just were thousands because they're so rare. And there's like a, a Freddy Funko or something like that that was worth yeah. a lot of money. Um, I never realised that. Well, I didn't tell you, Kev. Well, I did tell you, but I didn't go into great detail on it. Um, <clears throat> my wife and my kids spent the whole Sunday wanting one of those mystery boxes. And I kept saying to them, they're 30 quid. Like, that's ludicrous. I'm not just spending 30 quid on a mystery. Um, and first off, I have to say, I wish we'd got there two seconds quicker, maybe. Because the guy in front of me in the, in the damn queue, like literally the guy in front of me won the PlayStation 4. <laughs> and we got a box. Uh, it was a Doctor Who box because I'd be the only ones I had left. And um, just to kind of headline stuff, we paid 30 for it, and I worked out that the items that I've opened are worth something like 50 quid between them. And there's some uh, Mars Attack collectible cards in it that I haven't opened yet, but they could. I looked up on Amazon, they could potentially be worth a tenner each. Um, and there's a Tutaloo, um, uh, what's it called? Air freshener. <laughs> that you hang in your car and someone on Amazon selling that for 50 quid I was just like no one's ever going to spend 50 quid on an air freshener but um, I might put it on there I don't know I'd, for another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meat flavour one um, like we got <laughs> from Play Expo a few years ago I think I'd be interested is that what they are? yeah they're meat flavour I well, had that I'm... hung in my classroom for about six months my meat air freshener <laughs> well you might be interested to know I've got the, that one right in front of me right as we speak <laughs> still got it here thinking well, I'm going to put this up one day yeah you need to get it open and smell the meat Put it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. But um, I opened it and, I mean, we got a Doctor Who uh, phone case slash wallet that's kind of two in one together that's worth just under 20 quid on eBay or Amazon, something on my Amazon that because I don't really want a Doctor Who phone case. And then an iPhone 4S one that's worth a quid. Um, but we had this thing called a, 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 is it Doomer or Doma? It's like a big brown square. You ever heard of it? Nope. 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 It's a bit like, um, I'm just trying to find what it's called now. I think it was Duma. Um, oh, I might have spelled it wrong. Is, yeah, sorry, I know. Um, it's it's, like, it's basically this massive brown square with a face. Oh, uh, is yeah, it? I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, and um, yeah. I was just like, never heard of this. But when I looked it up online again, that was worth just under 20 quid the cushion. You are such a, a dodgy geezer. You get a mystery <laughs> box. The first thing you do is look up how much you can flog no, it mate, all for. I opened it up and I was just like, what the hell did you make me spend 30 quid on, you bloody imbeciles? It's <laughs> kids. And, um, and they were just like, oh, well... And my kids loved the, uh, the Doom, whatever it's called, uh, cushion. So I was like, well, I'm just going to check it ain't worth like, you know, 300 quid or whatever. Um, you know, cause I just thought to myself, I don't know what any of this stuff is. I could be giving him this cushion and going, yeah, go on. And then find out it's the, it said on it, it was, um, oh, what did it call it? Like platinum rare or something like that. So I was just, like, I want to check before I go throwing it at the three year old to vomit all over. But again, it's worth like 20 quid. And, um, when I looked it up, I'd, I'd never heard of this thing, but it's kind of like a pop vinyl in that yeah. there's millions and millions of um, personalised versions of it. There are actually pop vinyls of uh, it as Batman, it as Superman, it as uh, the Hulk or whatever. And um, they're all, a lot of them are retired or you know quite rare or quite 
you know, worth a few bob. And I don't know where this thing's actually from. I thought it was from Adventure Time when I opened it, but... Um, Dumo. There you go. Dumo. Oh, I know the thing you're talking about. Yes, I do know what you mean now. I don't know where it's from, but you see it whenever you go in a comic book shop. Yep. Forbidden Planet's covered in all this nonsense. This is just cutting Japanese animation square. Yeah. 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 But yeah, apparently there's loads of rare pop vinyls of that about. Um, because they just personalise it. But, yeah, I'm, I feel a little bit like I'm uneducated because I didn't know what it was about. You are uneducated. Um, but, yeah, the point of me looking up everything was just that I felt really like, oh, what is this trash? There was a Star Trek alarm clock. Um, what, in a Doctor Who box? Yeah, which, again, was worth, like, just under 20 quid. As I say, every, adding it all in there, we got more than our money's worth out of the box, which makes me think those mystery boxes aren't all bad. But it is a bit of a you know a shot in the dark as to whether you're going to get anything to your taste kind of thing. Um, I was a bit annoyed that the alarm clock that looks metal and like it has you know one of those bell alarms. When I set it up and set the alarm off, it's actually a digital alarm. I was like, <laughs> I'm all ready for this big bell to go off, and I'm thinking, oh, I'll put this down the end of the bed every day and wake up to it. And then it was just a crappy you know plastic watch alarm. Anna, getting back to your comment about the aisles being wider. Mm. You'd need an extra hall. Would you want an extra hall to have wider aisles? Cause... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because even when you're just looking, you're getting bashed from every which way, and it's really annoying. That's not the aisles, though. That's the... Uh, Jackasses who were there. The lack of social <laughs> skills. Yeah. I mean, I came in on the... I want to say... It must have been a Saturday. Yeah. And I'm walking behind a queue of people, and everyone just stopped to take a massive group picture, and I nearly ploughed through the back of them. And I was, I was just like, you, you bunch of freaks. Like, <laughs> before I met you lot, I was so angry. I, 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 didn't, I, I actually thought to myself, I don't know why I'm clenching my fists so much. It's not like I, it's not like I can just start fighting people. Or, you know, I've not got any kind of magical powers. That I can just start throwing them out of the way. If I could have moved things with my mind, people would have just been flying everywhere. <laughs> I was so angry because they just kept stopping just constantly. Mm. And I got like a sword in the eye. Uh, I, I got, got a walkie-talkie in the eye. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Like, you know, you, I get that Comic-Con's about... I, say, I, I think I said to one of you guys, it's all about social acceptance and everyone coming together, the outsiders and all of that, and everyone's equal. But I've never felt more of an outsider in my life than in that bunch of socially awkward maniacs. Nerds. Uh, yeah. I, mean, we I was in cosplay. Pab came to Captain America on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you missed that. Yeah. I was there. I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Uh, yeah. Unless you were talking right. to listen. Um, yeah. When we went outside for your smoke break, did you hear me shout, effing nerds? <laughs> uh, because they all stopped for a picture in front of us then when we were trying to make our way through. Um, oh, it was a nightmare. Yeah. They're all the children whose parents just didn't bother giving them any kind of direction on how to act in public. See, I'm, I looked at them and thought, this is how I want my kids to be. These are my kind of teenagers. Nerds in cosplay. This is their idea of a good time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there was plenty of people like that there. My, I'm loving the fact that my kids thought it was the best thing ever. My daughter woke up on the Sunday, apparently, because I, I, she went into my sister's room. Um, 
at my mum and dad's and just said, it's like Christmas morning, I'm so excited. <laughs> just jumping around and they went as their Power Rangers and they thought it was heaven. And I was well proud of them. Like, on the way home, I said to them, like, I'm so impressed at how good they were, how into it they were. They knew so many of the characters. They knew literally everything in there. Um, I mean, I, I was amazed. They just were the biggest geeks I could have hoped for, basically. Splendid. Yeah. Um, so, any more on Comic-Con, or can I finally talk uh, about NGPX? But let's, let's talk about the, um, the, uh, the working over we got done in on the, on the Sunday. We got talked into a shop, didn't we? <laughs> we need we needed sheepdog in there. Yeah, Anna nearly cried because you weren't with a sheepdog. We were in Covent Garden, walking down the street, and this man just stopped us and said uh, something on, something on the lines of "You look dirty here. Have some soap." Yeah. Um, and then me and Pab are both convinced. He then said, "Come inside. I've got another gift for you." Or something. Yeah, he did. He did say, and exactly what he said. That is exactly um, what he said. So we followed him into the shop for our gift. Um, and for the next 20 minutes at least, yep. he poured salt on us, he rubbed Anna. <laughs> he poured, salt on your, poured salt over your jacket. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, my wrist has never been moister than it was yeah, after it was after nice. this man rubbed it. Um, and then he tried to charge her 165 quid for it. <laughs> what and the hell? We, that was the second time, that was 200 originally. Yeah, and we needed you there to get him down to like 20 quid. Yeah, I'd have had so much. Did you pay him anything? Or? No, I was going to say. But we were you were saying he made so you pay to leave. No, but he was. He wanted. He was desperate to sell us some of his magic salt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> if you can't sell it this much, how about this, 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 and this for this much, and they come back again with a different price. Uh, okay, uh, how about this and this? How about uh, this price? Nope, nope. It, it, Seriously expensive, wasn't it? And because we, because we, we're not market salesmen like you and don't know how to negotiate, we just, me and Pab were just stood there looking while Anna was <laughs> in tears because she wanted to buy this stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. It, it, it seemed like it was. He did a good, good sales pitch on us, but although my wrist isn't soft anymore, and he said it would stay soft for a week, didn't he? You no, you need, um, you need to put it on twice a week, you see. You've got to uh, put it on the ones. You should have got me on loudspeaker. I'd have negotiated with him over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got his business card under his website, so perhaps you can give him a ring and get Anna a bag of salt for less than 30 quid. Why not? Send me the details and I'll have a crack at him over the weekend. He's a nice man with a beard and, oh my God, he's got the softest hands in the world. <laughs> when, I, when I shook his hand as we were leaving, I've never felt anything softer. It was like his hands were invisible. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. did, did it feel like you were shaking a sponge? Did all the moisture come no, out? No, it was, it was smoother like a than a sponge. Yeah, it was like a snooker, snooker referee glove. <laughs> It's like just shaking that soft. Maybe he is a snooker referee. How many snooker referees have you shook hands with? Pat? Several. <laughs> Love it. That's your reference. He's yeah. from the north. Yeah. You should also tell them about the big issue, man. Oh, oh yeah, a man's uh, sheepdog. I bought the big issue for the first time in ten years because I was sold to properly, and I told him I'm only buying this from you because you're set. You sold it properly. You uh, you've earned this two pound fifty. I was just walking along the street, minding my own business. Oi, mate, mate, come on over here. You can afford this. All that money you're saving on razors. Come on. And I just thought, okay. Yeah, fair, fair enough. You've got me there. I'll have the big issue, please. See, 
I've bought one in the past, but the, the, I stopped buying them when I got really freaked out on a train once. This guy stepped on and just went, ladies and gentlemen, listen. And I was like, oh, God, he's going to blow us all up, isn't he? And he was like, I want five minutes of your time. And then he just stood there shouting at us all. And then uh, when everyone just ignored him, he went to the next carriage and started shouting at them. And I reckon he must have just scared everyone on that train throughout that journey. And I just thought, do you know what? Yeah, I think if they come up to me and said that, I'd be like, right, I'm in. But I've only ever got abuse or threats of terrorism from the big issue. We had that on the tube, didn't we? We had some impromptu sing-song. We didn't have any sing terrorism on the, fr- no, on the tube, no, no, no. Though. We had some impromptu sing-song on the tube, just break out the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, London's a strange place, isn't it? it yeah, is. it's a funny old place, yeah. But um, Anna took us to a makeup shop. I yeah. took I took Pav yeah. to a shop where you could buy £15 notebooks and he nearly had a that stroke. <laughs> yeah, I needed a, needed a bag. That was hyperventilated in that shop. And, of course, we went to the Forbidden Planet in Covent Garden, which was possibly the f- greatest place I've ever been to yeah. in my life. It really yeah. wasn't. Because Comic-Con yeah, wasn't enough. We went there and we, were, we wandered around the upstairs of it for a good 10 or 15 minutes which was all just pop vinyls and T-shirts and mugs and collectible stuff. And we got about 10, 15 minutes in, we can't find the comics. Where do they keep the comics? And eventually we found our way downstairs and it was just enormous. Yeah. I mean, it, I could have spent all day down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it hadn't been Definitely. for guilt making me go back upstairs to find Anna so we could go and have <laughs> our delicious burger. No, that's, that, it was genuinely, I want to stay down here for the rest of my life. <laughs> But I know she stood on the street with a load of bags in the middle of London, wanting her dinner. I'll only buy one, and then I'm on my way, and then I'm on my way up. But, uh, I always think there's like a scene in Final Fantasy VII where uh, Sephiroth locks himself in a basement library and just spends what is it like twenty years or something crazy reading all the books in there. Um, it might not be that long, but that's how long it felt watching the damn FMV. But um, that's what I. Yeah, I'd love to do that in one of these places. Just be locked in there. Libraries should just be wall-to-wall comics now. Some of them are. My school library has plenty of comics in. Do they get all the ones you read? Could you not just go there and read they them? Have, they have some. Not not the ones I read most, but they have some. I could go there and read them. But then I wouldn't be able to fill up my Billy bookcase that's arriving next weekend. <laughs> See, I still opted for the Kallax when I went there. Wow. Well, it is the first time I've deliberately given Ikea money. I still haven't been in an Ikea ever. But I have now paid them money. So, I um, th- did you swipe your little uh, barcode on the way out, or, or did you get a barcode on your receipt? Are you going to do it online? They have like a thing. About? If you when you get a receipt from them, if you put it in on their on their website or one of the machines in store, you win something. So um, me and my wife went there the other day, and we won this massive uh, photo frame. So then when we, we went in there again to buy loads of garden furniture and stuff, I spent quite a bit, and uh, I said to her, this, surely this prize will be something monumentous, uh, monumental, whatever the word is, um, because we spent more. And we scanned another one where we spent like a fiver and won a donut, and I was like, ooh, donut, brilliant. And then we tried to scan the other one, it wouldn't let us because we scanned the donut that day. So when we got home, I waited till after midnight, and I especially made the effort of going on the site to click my thing, thinking this is, this is going to be something brilliant, and it was a hot dog. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't believe I've had anything like that unless it's on the. Perhaps it comes in the box when they deliver it. I don't understand. Maybe. But I want if you get a receipt, now. scan it. Yeah. Hold on. I've got. Uh, I've got a do not reply at ikea dot com email. Let's have a look. There's nothing in here about a free donut. Well, you have to go on their site and scan your receipt man- number. So Apparently the delivery method is truck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I was very annoyed. I didn't know they only delivered to the place near nearest you. I ended up in Nottingham Manor, your neck of the woods. Mm. Went to, uh, what's that place called? Wheelbarrow. Wheelgate. Wheelgate, that's it. As I said, Wheelbarrow Lane. That was close. <laughs> um, that was actually really good. It was Superhero Day. They're the same people as um, Twin, Twin Lakes, Lakes, aren't they? Yep, yeah. yeah. it's very good. I've never been there because it's too far. Newark, innit? Um, right, enough of this. We're, hard, we're 35 minutes into the show and I haven't tried to sell anyone anything yet and it's making me feel uncomfortable. Um... Firstly, a big old thank you to everybody who has already bought their tickets for MGPX. We did meet the funding goal on the Indiegogo campaign. It closed last weekend. Um, So MGPX is going ahead. It was going ahead anyway. But huzzah, we met the funding goal. Um, So because we know there are people who still want to buy tickets, um, we have two options for you now because we're all about choice. Uh, or you could argue it's even three options because it's still officially a pay what you want and you could turn up without a ticket if you so choose. But your two options for actually handing over some money and getting a ticket into the raffle to win yourself potentially an Xbox One or one of many other wonderful uh, bits of swag that Sheepdog is arranging for us this very day. Um, your op- option number one is the Indiegogo page. You can still buy on there. So at, at maturegamerpodcast.com slash MGPX. And um, we've got it set up so... You can still buy any of the perk tickets on there up until the day of the event. So if you really wanted the T-shirt ticket or the Drink the Sheepdog ticket, you can still go on there, do that, um, and buy through Indiegogo's if the the campaign was still running. So that's one option for you. Um, The other option, if you think we, ah, these lot, they're all right, but they've got too much money. I want to go, but I don't want to give them lot any money. I'd rather give it to charity. Well, if the, if you're if you're that way inclined, you can go to justgiving.com/mgpx16, um, and there's a Just Giving page where you can go on there, um, sling in whatever amount of money that you want, and for every pound that you donate onto that page, that will also get you um, an entry into the famous MGPX raffle, and all the money raised on that page goes towards Game Aid, Games Aid, which provide stuff for disadvantaged and disabled children and it's a lovely little charity an umbrella charity for lots of other little charities and it's and splendid if you're like me um and i got i am going to be honest a behind the scenes conversation between me kevin pab i was like shouldn't we give it to a, a cause that you know solves actual problems and was being really like i don't understand i don't understand why like it's not a, it's if you're like me and you thought it was a charity that just said what you got? You got a problem. You got a disability. Here's some games. It's not like that. They're not just trying to band aid over problems. Um, my wife explained it to me like I was a child and went through it with me because I, I I've developed this new thing where if I am aware I'm wrong, I ask her to explain it to me like a child because I know I am wrong, but I'm not getting it. And sometimes with Kev, especially, he doesn't explain it to me. He just calls me moron. <laughs> Um, so she said to me, she explained to me that especially in her line of work, there are children who are incredibly disabled or from very underprivileged backgrounds or they've got major problems in their lives and they go to school and they have their kind of day-to-day routine, but they feel like they've got nothing in common with anybody. Um, their lives are miserable. They're really unhappy. They've got nothing going on with their life that is positive to them and having the opportunity to be given something like a game or a console or just something that other kids are playing with 
just does wonders for their lives because they feel included. They can make friends with each other and they can make contact with other disabled children who they can play with online. Um, it just generally boosts their morale and their livelihood so much because they're able to connect with society and other people. Um, and she was really impressed that we were giving money to that. So after, yeah, it, her talk was much more extensive and detailed. And I can get her to give you all the talk if you want. You can give me a shout and I'll get her to... Get her to record it and we'll put it on um, next week's show because uh, she'll explain it better than any of us yeah, can. Genuinely, um, it, it went from me being a bit like, well, I wanted to give it to cancer or premature babies or it's something that's really, you know... I can't think of the right word. I was like, this felt like a first world problem. And I was a bit like, I don't know, that's not, that's like a superficial problem, but no, it's not. She's really made me see the light on it. And, you know, I'm not saying I was like, no, I'm not giving money to those whatevers. You know, I was just like, I don't get it, but it is a genuine thing that makes a tangible difference to people's lives. So, um, I'm really pleased that Kev decided to go down that route because I probably wouldn't have if it was on me, but this feels like a real cause that I am actually behind. And it's nothing to do with me just going and just giving and just typing in game and seeing what came up first. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of research and thought that went into it. Um, and, ju- and just in case I didn't make the point clearly enough before, if you are worried about your raffle tickets and you still want to win your Xbox One, um, you get your raffle tickets just the same whether you decide to line our pockets, which will go towards um, hosting of the show, equipment, all that kind of stuff you know the stuff we're always asking for money for so you can do that on the indiegogo page or you can use the just giving page and whichever method you use every pound that you part with will get you an entry into the mgpx raffle which will give you a chance to win an xbox one one terabyte with a copy of the division so there see we're not all muddy grabbing monsters we we give back occasionally well do they still get a drink with me if they spend 25 quid on no, the uh well do... i want the drink well they they have to do the drink with sheepdog ticket. You can only get the perks on the on the Indiegogo. I'm sorry, you can't put perks on just giving. If you oh, re- if you really want, if you want to do 25 quid on just giving and then have a drink with sheepdog, knock yourself out. But it won't be, it won't be an official one. Yeah, yeah, I'll allow you to buy me a drink and drink with me. That's yeah, fine. exactly. More right. Has anyone got any actual video games to talk about this week? No, because can't buy them. <laughs> what one are you trying to play, Anna? I want to play Dead Island. Is this the game that Sheepdog has and probably hasn't played yet? Yeah, probably. Oh, so I haven't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna's been trying to get it all I week. Hate but you. Amazon, oh, she pre-ordered it on Amazon and Amazon didn't have it in stock and didn't send it. And then she tried to order it from Game and Game still haven't delivered it yet either. And then she tried to get it from the shop and they didn't have it. It's like gold does this game and you've just got it sat there, not played it. Anna's wanted it all week. Did you tell me this at any point though? Yep. Last week on the show. No, no, you didn't tell me you couldn't get it. You told me we didn't we didn't know we couldn't get it then. It wasn't wasn't out. Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, we genuinely couldn't get it last week because it didn't exist yet. Um, whereas now it just seems very hard to get hold of. So hopefully it will arrive tomorrow. Um, otherwise, there's a good chance we'll be driving past your house again this time with a Molotov. <laughs> <laughs> I should really have played that new game. Yeah, yeah you should. It's not a new game. It's a yeah, but you've got it. I want it, but and you're not playing it. I do, that, oh, I never that, knew. Hold on, other than that's a disgrace to this, this to this to this podcast. You, if you get this <laughs> the release. You should play them. Yeah. Anna, get in touch with the publisher and say, look, 
you don't want to deal with this lad anymore. He just haunts him. <laughs> He's just using him to no, clad no, no, his no, no. shit. I had a very busy week. Very I busy. I, I've had a busy week. You had a nap. Today, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry today. I've had such a, a busy week. I needed a nap. <laughs> In the afternoon, you should be at work. Oh, it was bank, hold on, it was bank holiday on Monday. What were you doing on Monday? I can't remember now. I was in Essex. Ikea, wasn't he? In Ikea, yeah. Right? Getting the wrong bookcase. And then I was in Ikea again on Hash, Thursday. Hashtag should have got a billy. Nah, the Calyx <laughs> is the way forward. <laughs> you should have played it. Um, I forgot I had it. But if I'd have known that you were desperately fighting the universe for it... And maybe I'll pass it over. But the, but... the thing was, right, I ordered it. I pre-ordered it on the 30th, right? It was supposed to come out on the 31st. So that's only a day. Fair enough, it was bank holiday. I thought, fine, I'll wait till Tuesday. I asked Kev to check, and it said it was being delivered on... What day we are now? Friday. It was being delivered on Wednesday. So I go... And then we waited, and it didn't come. So I went, Kev, can you just check? And then he checked, and it goes... What did it say? It was like... And then said it was... It wasn't sure when it was going to arrive... Because they couldn't give me a date for when it would arrive. Yeah, give so, me an, they and don't then, and then when you clicked onto it on the store, it was showing us out of stock. So I pre-ordered. So that's the thing that's doing me. I pre-ordered this game. If I pre-ordered from game, it would have been there on the release date. I pre-ordered it from Amazon because normally they're good. This is the second game in about a month that no game has turned up on release day, and I'm getting very annoyed with Amazon. Amazon, they should list. They they should deliver what I order. They shouldn't tell me, yeah, it's on its way, it's being delivered, say, and then not turn up and then say, oh, we don't know when it's going to come. It's just getting so annoying. And then I went to game thinking, oh, yeah, they'll just send them out. But they they didn't release it until yesterday. So obviously they were out of stock. I can't find it anywhere else. I went on to get game, get, oh, I went on a few places. I can't remember what they're called now. And they're all out of stock. I'm just thinking, what is happening in the universe for this game not to be anywhere. On Isn't Wednesday, you should have just messaged me and said, can I have it? But you said you'd already put in the code. No, I didn't. You did. I haven't. I, got, <laughs> I wanted this. You went, well, what have put in the code? This was last week. This was last did week. Did I say that? I'm yes. such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have. Anyway, I, don't, I like to check my Xbox. I don't think I have. So annoying. <laughs> Read the code out now. And then, no. and then Anna's got 12 hours to get it put in before someone else nabs it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've got it on its way. It's We've had that before. <sighs> My loot crate's still on its bloody way. <laughs> it's just if like it, nothing will arrive. Never... Let me know and I won't install it. I'm pretty sure I haven't used it. You're making me wonder now because I don't remember saying that I'd used That's it. what you said, though. Because you said you've got it, and then you said, oh, because I wanted that, and you went, oh, I've already used the code. So I left you to it. I can't get something that you've already Sheep used. Dog is a liar. I, yeah, I think I am a liar. I don't, I don't remember saying that, but I probably said it, and then thought, wait, have I? I don't know. She didn't mm-hmm. want her to have it, did you? I wanted Sheep it, dog but... wanted something for not instance. even played it! You won't like it either. It's rubbish. That's what's making me most confused why you're both squabbling over it, because it's crap. I it looks... It. Yeah, it's got like a 4 out of 10 on, online and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but you can't buy it anywhere. That's the problem. It's because they you, only made eight copies of it. But obviously it's popular. You cannot buy it. I think what's happening is it's like the last game... There's this... There's... 
that came out on the 31st. There's Mirror's Edge, and then that's basically it now till September because No Man's Sky's been delayed till... Uh... Sorry, just flash, flashbacks to Comic-Con. Carry on. Well, no, that's really disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Anna. Good on you. I, I had planned several of them throughout the show. I won't do them now because I don't want to get told off. I had I had the songs all teed up ready. Does anybody else plan their gags like Kev does? <laughs> Someone has to. Anna, please continue. No, no. Make it <laughs> very... It wasn't supposed to interrupt mm. you. It was supposed to just be playing quietly under you. I may have got the volume wrong. It was just supposed to be a little quiet bit under well, you if you were talking. I don't know. I can't hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I've got it on the other side of the room. I thought it would be. I'm, I'm an awful person. Um, where were we? Oh, uh, games? <laughs> I'm a liar, and I didn't get a game. Yeah, so it's definitely coming tomorrow, is it? Who's I it coming know. from now? From game now, is it? It said two to three days, so it could go Monday, yeah. Is that from yeah. game now? Yeah, because they had it cheaper than Amazon was trying to sell it to me, because Amazon was 23, then they tried to sell me from another shop that they had, or however that looks, for 28 so I went on game and it was twenty four ninety nine. So, yeah. but the thing is, it's cheaper on the store. It's only twenty four. I think it's like twenty three ninety nine, but it's coming on disc or something. Download, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. You should just downloaded it. Then. Yeah, but I didn't look at that until I bought it online. Uh, okay, cancel it. Oh, it's I can't cancel it. It's somewhere in out there somewhere my loot crate's been in the country for 10 days apparently according to loot crate tracking really yeah have you had yours by now no no i I didn't get an email i've had the product recall email about the oven glove that doesn't repel heat (laughs) i know there's an infinity gauntlet oven glove in there that they're going to recall because it doesn't protect you against the oven which kind of defeats the object so i know there's an infinity gauntlet in there which i wouldn't use it as an actual oven glove anyway no I, I would suggest, Kevin, that you don't return it because that's going to be mega, mega rare, surely. Yeah, I'll make sure I get it out of the box. I'll just wear it as a normal glove. Well, I was just you'd leave it in the box. And Yeah, you you love to leave stuff in the box. I'd buy these things to play with them. Yeah, but that's something that's properly geeky and has been recalled, so no one's ever going to own one, and job done. Yeah, it's never going to arrive either. Yeah. Loot crate annoys me. To be fair, technically, I've not paid for this one for it. Said it got dispatched. So yeah, I I'm not having all up, the luck. If it turns up, I cancelled it before it for, for the last month, and then it said the new one. The next one's been dispatched. So I'm thinking, I don't know if that's an error or it's just. I, I've, I've had two dispatch emails since I cancelled it and not had a loot crate turn up. <laughs> but I'm being charged for them, so I'm paying for them, and they're not arriving. I guess you're getting them for free. I'm paying for your loot crate somehow. Maybe, maybe. Anyway. Right, what else have people been playing this week? Anna, you've spent a lot of time playing something for someone who claims not to have had any games. What have you been playing? I've been playing Fallout, as always. That's all I ever play. <laughs> and uh, have you been enjoying it? Yep. You you were in this bit with blocks and stuff on the other day. Yep, that you and to it really annoyed me. What, what was that all about? Basically, you have to go and unlock some data for someone. And... I thought, this is kind of cool. Went in, it was pretty, but it's really hard. 
Like the first few, like, there's, I think there's the five levels altogether, and the first three were fine, but the last two were such a faff. You have to basically bounce this beam around to hit firewall so you can get to the, so your data bugs can get to this portal thing. It was so hard, and it took me hours to to figure to figure it out. Figure it out. You watch well, no, it on one, YouTube. No, one of the hours was I was giving a bath to a child. I didn't want to turn it off. But yeah, the last one I had to look at a walkthrough because I could not do it. I didn't understand how it was supposed to go round. And yeah, it would just bog- boggled my mind. And it was late. What is that noise? Because that's, that's nice. not me this time. No, it's not me. It's not me. Right, who's playing a game? <laughs> what is that? Someone's playing a game. Who is it? I don't know if I have a sheepdog if my sheepdog. Yeah. No. Sheepdog's playing Simpsons tapped out. There you go, see. <laughs> what I is just, that? I just saw a little turkey and I thought I'm gonna play a turkey sound and then uh, I accidentally Sorry, clicked talking on again. Just... Sorry, that's disrespectful. That's it. I'm not do- I'm not talking anymore. You lot carry on with No, me. don't oh, be silly, I'll suck Sorry, sheepdog. I forgot, sheepdog's I forgot, done. I forgot that we'd already had the disrespectful talk. No, it's uh, fine, just carry no, on. No, because I want you to explain this fallout thing. No. No, go I'm, on. I'll stop now. My hands no, it's behind my back. Sorry, no. Anna. Carry on, Kevin. You do whatever you've played. Um, um, I watched you play this fallout thing. If you'd like to tell me some more about it, that would be splendid. I just said... Mm, Sorry, Anna, go on, say it again. Bag. I apologise. Go on. See, that's, that was all I had to say. So. Say it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you start the mod thing this week? Yes, I did. And what are they like? They like the PC ones. Such as. What ones right. do we have? I turned it on on the 31st. So when was the 31st? Tuesday? Yeah. Monday? One of them days, because Bethesda said they would have them on the Xbox One by the end of May. They did. Well done, Bethesda. They didn't work until the 1st of June, mind you. So, like, I was just playing the game through the day, thinking, come on, just, just update the game. And I was, like, forever pressing the Xbox button to see if there was an update, and there wasn't. And finally, about 6 o'clock in the evening, I went on, I pressed the Xbox button to go on the main screen and my game started to update i was like yay so i waited out for update and then turned it on and there on the start screen you got your continue load and new and then there is it says mods so i click on mods i was so giddy it was like i was so stupid because i can go on mod across the room on the pc like same game and everything but it's because on console it's kind of fun and you have to sign into bethesda so I signed in, and the servers would not work. And they would not work all evening. I finally did get on, and every time I went to download something, it didn't work. It just kept going back to the load screen. So I left it that night, went on it the next morning, and everything started downloading. And I got... um I just got a bunch of stuff that I could see that looked good and they seemed to work fine. I did, my um, game did shut itself down at one point, but then I reloaded it and it was fine. So I think it was just a bit buggy, but they seem to work fine. They don't seem to be any ones that are going to mess with uh, your 
game teams that I've not that I've seen. I know some have been taken off because they're just. I think they're against policies and whatnot. I don't know. But if you do install mods on your game save, so say you're halfway through the game and you add mods, you will not gain any trophies or achievements or Steam achievements. Yeah, they've turned them off. So if you add mods halfway through a game, you can't earn any of them. But you, if you go... If you turn, there'll be two different saves. So there'll be a save that's your normal one and a save that's your modded one. So if you go back to the save before you modded and carry on, you'll get all your achievements and whatnot. So that's something to look out for. But, um, Hmm. yeah, they, they seem to work. There's like hundreds on there. There's, you've got like your populars, um, highest download. And then as you go down the list, there's like just armor and weapons and crafting material. So you've got, if you just want a particular, um, uh, mod, you can just check them and they'll be there. So that's kind of cool. And yeah, so they're working. So hopefully next, this month, it'll be on the PlayStation 4 and I will just mod the hell out of it because obviously I've finished the game I've got all the DLC and just doing that all again with all these mods is just going to be awesome the best one I had that was like well actually it was two good ones the first one was the Pip Boy what had um was completely different it was the same model but the whole outside was um Nuka Cola logos all over it and stuff and that just looked awesome it was so red and vivid and it was really good and there was one that was a radio station i can't remember what it's called but it was um new radio station and a new companion it was both in the same um same mod it was the same thing and the music on that is staying with that it that era but of this like um this future, if you know what I mean, like so from that time. So you had like um, Blue Moon from like Greece, and the one from Back to the Future, the one that he played the guitar. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, um, can't think now either. Yeah, you're, you're you know, what I mean, when he when he plays it at the at the school dance, Johnny Be Good. Yeah, so they've got them kind of songs in there. They really do like go with the theme of the game so that them two mods i just loved i thought they were awesome but there's loads is like player homes that i've seen like i haven't loaded them myself but i've seen other people have them and they're gorgeous they're so so pretty and you can just change the whole game and it's it's really good how they've done it and they've got it to work so well done the first because i think it's the first company that's done mods on console if i'm not I don't think I can't think of any other games that have done mods. From Halo had the thing that you could do in game, couldn't you? Was to make your own and change stuff around, but it didn't mod the single player part of it. Um, how do they get away with the music? I don't understand with copyright I, I, and stuff. Couldn't tell you, but maybe they, they have like yeah. If it's gone through Bethesda, it probably there's a good chance it has. They've got some sort of license for it. There's quite blanket ones, isn't there? You can just generally go yeah. to a you know, a record company and say, can I have everyone from this catalogue or whatever? Can we do that? And I can just drop them into the show whenever I feel like it. But you've you got a few anyway. to your hand, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you only do 30 seconds, you're all right. Or if you sing, yeah, you're fine. Just do it anyway. But to say, to say they're free, because no. like, 
I would think that it'd be, be put, because if it's console and it's Microsoft, they would be like put behind a paywall, but I, I don't think you have to be gold to download them. Well, you're just, not gold, are you? No, I, I don't have gold. I haven't had it for a while, and I was be able to download and whatnot. So it's nice that it's free for everyone. Everyone can go and get it. Yeah. So, but yeah, you, it, like if you find one that is messing with your save, you can you just go into your list and disable it, and it's gone. You don't have to worry about it. But like I said, I've only had like ten mods played around with it for a bit, and it works. So splendid. Yeah. Right, what else have people been playing? Go uh, on, well, cheap dog. That's no, right, go on, mate. <laughs> right, okay. I've only played a few things this week. Uh, play from the what latest thing I've played. I started the Mirror's Edge Catalyst game. Got it on. It's on EA Access now. EA Access. Why am I not doing uh, that? Yeah, you'd be you'd be pleased to know they've reduced the ten hours down to six now as well. Oh, I am really? pleased. To know. That's probably because ten hours is more than enough time to finish probably, the game. Probably, probably. I was like, you crafty sods. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So do it. It's a six-hour trial of that. Uh, I think it went up yesterday. Um, so I've played. Yeah, yeah, I played the beta of it, and I pretty much played up to where I finished the beta. Um, and that game just makes you, I said at the time, it makes you feel just really good doing the stuff. You're like, this is just a, a unbelievable. It's just so like empowering. It's a really good game, and it's just really pretty. I mean, it's so I'm playing on the Xbox, so it is a little bit fuzzy. I mean, it might probably much probably nicer on the PS4 and PC, but... It's still all right. It's still no slouch. And I will continue to... I probably will play the six-hour trial before I decide whether I want to buy it or not. It's probably the only game I'm going to buy this year, apart from Football Manager. It arrives in a couple of days' time whenever it's out. It's the only... Unless Crackdown sneaks out this year. I can't imagine there's another game I'll buy this year. I'm sure they will after E3, which is in 10 days. Oh, yeah, they'll be be games. I don't know if there'll be anything I'll buy, because it's it's rare to have that game that... Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, but you'll buy it, so I don't need to. I won't buy it. I've I've looked through the catalogue thinking, right, I don't need to buy that, because careful, I don't need to buy it. Because I buy... In this house, 90% of the that's games... That's what I mean, because you play 95% of them. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I've, like, I keep asking you, you're going to buy the Catalyst, because I have bought, um, what's it called, that game, Uncharted, and I know you're going to play that, so it's only fair that you buy a game once this year. Yeah, that's what I mean, and it'll be this one. Uh-huh. And I probably won't play this one either. No, but it'll be... Uh-huh. So I can play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it seems like another Mirror's Edge game, which isn't a bad thing at all. Um, I, I wasn't. I looked at actually. I looked at the map today. The map is pretty substantial. It seems more like an open world game where you can just traverse where you want. Do like, I need to play the first one? Um, if I'm you sure call yourself a gamer, yes, you do. Because I've not played it. To be fair, I've only played bits of it. I've not finished it, and I just uh, I just jumped straight into it. And like, there is there is a there is a link to it. There's a potential like backstory to it. As the as story to why. is irrelevant to a mirror's edge yeah, game. It's it, just ex- clambering. And it, let's be fair. In this day and age, they will explain what happened in the previous game at the start of this. Anyway, else they they will lose um, customers if they don't do that. So yeah, it is it is explained what. You know, sort of like what's happening, what's gone on in the previous sort of thing, um, and yeah, the, the map's massive, and to me, it seems like it is going to be an open world, which sort of puts me off a little bit. 
So yeah, I don't remember the last. I don't remember it being. I don't remember it being that in the previous one. It seemed quite. It was not linear. Towards the red yeah. was the last yeah. one. Yeah, and and this time it was like at the time I didn't think of it when I played the beta, but at one point it, it, it pops up on the map going, "Someone needs your help. Do you want to go and help them? Yes or no?" No. Nope. And I just I went yes, and I divert. <laughs> literally, my waypoint diverted and went left instead of going right. So I went to help someone else, and then I eventually made my way back round to to the original waypoint. Um, and I'm I'm fairly certain there's going to be there is collectibles in there and there's like time trial uh, race you know you get to a certain a point eight a to b sort of thing uh, which seemed alright I quite enjoyed doing that just you just get get to point b as fast as you can don't matter how you get there and that, that, I enjoyed that bit but I think the open world thing it could be putting me off it's, it's a bit Assassin's Creed slash Ubisoft you know fill a map with like several objectives and. I don't know if I'm into that or not. Yeah, I've just I've read a headline that says some mirror edge catalyst missions require you to outrun Glass City Police Force, which feels similar similar to other famous open world games. So I don't yeah. know. Huh, Where yeah. would you have to outrun someone? When you're being chased, probably. Yeah. In what yeah. game though? Assassin's uh, Creed, they do it, don't they? What when you have to run away from the guards? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But that's third person, not first person, isn't it? Still an open world game, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, true. I did find out, though, however, I found out why everything's red. Which what? made me think... They, they, put, they, they put some, like, they put some, like, augment in your eye. Mm-hmm. It gives, like, gives you, like, a vision. And it, sh- and it literally, when you press the right stick, it shows you, like, a, a like where to go. And it colours things red in the... In the in the world, it becomes like an augmented reality. So it's not really every, everything in the world isn't like got red pipes and red railings and stuff <laughs> for you to climb on. It's just augmented reality. And I thought that is a really clever way of getting around that fact that you used to think that it was just everything was just like red, red jump up this wall, red hang off this railing, climb up this this uh, post. Yeah, well, right not. at the start, you put in an implant in your eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was really. I thought that was really clever. And I, I probably won't end up getting this game. I just don't know. I'll probably play the six ever trail and then see where I'm at from it. Maybe just wait until it goes down in price because it's an EA game as well. I've, I've kind of talked myself into not buying EA games anymore and just wait for him to go into the vault. See, they're not at E3. Who? Oh, they'll be sorely missed. Yeah, I know. I was quite pleased. <laughs> no, hey, yeah. Pab, this time next week I'll have a copy to sell you. Don't don't get too ahead <laughs> yourself on this. I'll do you a good deal next weekend. I'm pretty certain I'll still have four hours to play on it <laughs> on my uh, trial. You, you um, get your four hours done, get to the good bit, and then I'll, I'll yeah. give you a good price next week. You don't sell me on it, yeah, Swap okay. it for that Batman good. thing. 25 quid deal. There yeah, you know. yeah. You've got a 25 right. quid model, I've got a 25 quid game, we'll do a swap. Boom. Yeah, sounds like a deal. I look forward to it. Anyway, what else have we got then? Uh, what else have I played? I've, there's been a big sale on PlayStation this week, hasn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been teetering on the edge whether I do I want to buy Uncharted uh, the Dave and Jake collection and I'm like eh, yes I do want I do want it but I don't want to pay 25 quid for it I want to pay 20 or less so at some point I will get that but I did pick up volume uh, Mike Biffle game uh, I this <sighs> Mr Biffle yeah, yeah. I, I assume you're listening Mr Biffle yeah I expect so yeah I, I I bought it on Vita for like three pound sixty nine or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that's the price point I will pay for that game. And I tell you what, this game is really good. This game is it. It comes across like 
a Metal Gear Solid esque VR mission style um, puzzle game, and there is a little bit of that to it. But there's like a Robin Hood, like there's a modern day Robin Hood story to it as well, which I kind of like. But it's it's just a it's just a stealth puzzle game. So you've just got to get around it. You get this like like I think it's something like over a hundred levels on it. Or so much it's probably more than that now. I'm saying I'm underselling it probably. But there's literally it's like a uh, I don't know like a small level that you've got to do. You're top down over the top of it, and you've got to like work your way around this level, not get caught, and like collect all these coins or whatever it is, and get out without being seen. And that's that is seems to be the crux of it so far. That, I've done about eight or ten levels so far, and I'm really enjoying it. I find it's just dead easy to do. Just pick up and play, do a couple of levels, put it down, do it somewhere else. Okay, yep, yeah, okay. Uh, have another couple of levels, and it's just it's just really fun. And like I said, there's a bit of a story going in there as well, so that just uh, yes, makes uh, it a bit of bonus. Are a pervert. Why? Why is you that? Just any any sentence that starts with "Ah, oh, it's just a stealth puzzle game." Ah, it's it's, it's just like having your balls put in a vice. It's a puzzle game. It's not really a stealth. It's you, it's a puzzle it, game I, where you don't want to get me caught. It's a bit basic though. It looks a bit like just don't go in the field of vision of the things that are looking for you. Yeah, it's a puzzle game. It's it's a puzzle game where you require not to get caught. It, the thing, the thing that grates me with that game, and the reason why I've, ne- I've not played it, full disclosure, obviously, um, but I taught eleven-year-olds how to make a game like that with a field of vision. Well, there's more. There's more to it than that. Obviously, I mean, I've played ten levels, and that's pretty much all there is at the minute. There is several mechanics coming into it as I, as mm-hmm. I keep playing through it, where there's going to be all sorts of different things. I mean. It's just a really clever game. I really, I really think it's. It a just good makes game. me laugh because he always said that um, Thomas was alone was a game he made to teach himself how to program. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely is. I mean, it is all just little shapes moving around kind yeah. of thing. This still seems like he's just learning the basics. No, no, this, um, is, this is much more advanced than that, though. This is, is much it, though? more advanced. Yeah, yeah, and you still got to remember this isn't this isn't this is a guy and a and a small team of people. This is hardly Ubisoft or anything like that. So it's not it's a guy anything. that made frigging millions out of Thomas Was Alone. Y- yeah. Mm. It doesn't mean you can hire That's... like Ubisoft, can you? Yeah, but he's got the, the, the... He's like the darling of the indie world. Anyone in in that scene who had a job offer from him would, would eat it up. Yeah. I'll, have, I'll do... If you need a Danny Wallace replacement, Mike, I'll come and do that for you. I'll do Danny Wallace... You know, put that on a T-shirt. I, to be fair, to be fair, I don't, know, I don't really know what my point is. I'm not being a snark. I wish I had the motivation to build a game like he has. To be fair, you I, wish I, you were bigger than Biffle. I admire him. I just don't think the game looks very good. If that makes sense. So, what he's doing, yeah, great. I really want. You know, if, if someone says to me, Mike Biffle's made 25 million out of that game, I'd be like, what a legend. Um, you know, I'd be like, what a liar. There's no way he's made anywhere near <laughs> that kind of money. But, you know, and he's made these really good stories, but as games, man, they are basic. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe that. But the good games, are. it doesn't matter if they're basic. If they're good games, it doesn't matter. Well, Pong's no, a basic right, game, but, but it's a very good game. People, you know, if you go, if you're, again, working in a school, the kids are playing all these Flash games, um, some of them are way more complicated than the two that Mike Riffle has made. Yeah, but, how, how it, but I mean, how, how long is that game? That game is going to be a, that's that flash game or whatever it is is a five minute experience. 
this I don't game. Know, they play it every day. Hey, Pab, I've, I've, I've got students who do a double lesson every week playing Agario. It's not <laughs> They'll spend two that's hours different. a week on it. That's, that's an online, that's an online <laughs> server-based multiplayer game. This is a single-player game which is has hundreds, at least 100 levels to work. So it's, it's gradually get more difficult as you go. So, to, to, and to give that sort of variety and complexity to a game, it's got to be worth something. But how much anyway. of it is complexity and difference? I don't know. Time will tell. I will carry on playing it because it's on the Vita. I sit in bed while I'm on the to bed. what? What? The Vita? Yeah, I'm playing this on Vita. I found my Vita yesterday when I was uh, emptying boxes out. To was put mine on. with it? Um, no, but now mine is in the same sh- shelf as all my games. It's got 100 story-based levels. Yeah, Your there Vita. you go. No, uh, vol- volume. Volume, yeah. I- I'd say you it. had this, didn't you? And you didn't. You weren't impressed. No. If it, if it, 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 to be fair, it's not on a set. If it's not on your street, it's not going to be... Oh, I liked it. It just got hard. Oh, right. That yeah. was all. I just didn't, I just couldn't bother to figure it out because I was, it was basically, there was a guard moving up and down this, this bit I needed to go down. I just could not for the life of me figure out how I was supposed to get down there. Like, I could creep behind him, but then he would turn around and there'd be nowhere for me to go and I just couldn't work it out. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what... I don't know whether how far I'll get in it before I get to a point where I go, I can't do this anymore. But like I said, for the price point, it was three pound sixty or whatever it was. And I thought that is well worth a, worth a go for that because, like I say, I know good things. It's it, from what I'd seen, it seemed okay. It seemed up my street. As you know, I'm a Metal Gear fan, so there you go. Do you know, I've always had a bit of an issue with Poly, uh, Polygon, the company, the the games reviewers. All right, yeah. Um, they gave this a nine out of ten. Yeah, and. Well, everyone else, the highest, the next highest one is eight out of ten from video yeah, games. That's, that's just top, someone's opinion, though. Generally speaking, it's all sixes, sevens, and you know, all right scores. But nine out of ten puts that up there with some incredible games. Yeah, but it's a it's a, it's a single person's opinion. It's a single person with a rod up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that's volume for you. Uh, you weren't expecting that to be a ten-minute discussion, were no, you? No, I wasn't. I was just a quick, quick mention for that. But there you go. Um, give I gave quick... uh, Fallout Four the same score. Pab. <laughs> I bet, I bet <laughs> the same. Per- I bet the same person didn't give it the same score, though, did they? Well, it, was, no. it was Peter Oligon. Yeah, it's his Sorry. personal blog. There you go. Anyway, uh, I'll give you the, the uh, weekly YouTube update. This week, um, another Dark Souls video went up by, would you believe it? Who'd have thought? Yeah, and we're I'm carrying on through Dark Souls, and I tell you what, I'm getting good at it. I'm getting quite good at Dark Souls. I'm beating this yeah. gigantic Godzilla tree boss things and weird weird bosses that give out skulls like, like some sort of doom. And I, I, find, I find myself, because I'm damning to do videos for it, I find myself enjoying it just more now, and I'm, I will... There's good. Uh, there's a good chance I would have stopped by now if I wasn't making the videos for it. So keep getting these likes on these videos, and I will keep making them, and it'll it'll keep forcing me to play this game. Here we go again. It's already got four likes, so at least by now, this point anyway. I don't know. Anyway, so there you go. There's your Ditler, their, uh, local Dark Souls update. Um, other than that, the only thing I've played this week, the main thing I've played this week, and I've played it at least. 
two to three hours every night this week since getting back from uh, Comic Con on Sunday is Overwatch. I am addicted to Overwatch. I, I just cannot get enough of it. Sell it think, to me because I can no, see it mentioned on Twitter. Yeah. And I don't even really know what it is. Uh, yeah, I'm the you, same. You like Team Fortress 2? Mm-hmm. You like uh, Blizzard? What, the, the going out in the snow? No, the, the company. Not especially. You like, you like Blizzard games? I like a Blizzard, I like a Blizzard game. All right, then. It is, it is Team Fortress 2 with a Blizzard polish on it. Okay. And it is so good. It is just something else. It is a, like a team-based shooter that is in the style of uh, Team Fortress 2. And it, like I say, we have got on the Team Speaks over now, we have a full squad of six that could roll out at any point. You know, just literally all we'd play all night is just six-man team of um, of this game. And like I say... And we and I'm just I'm trying now because I think there's 25 characters or something like that in the game itself, and I'm just trying to experiment now. Initially, like when it came out last week, I was just playing on healer, or uh, like a it's like a grenadier sort of thing, junk rat is called, and that's all I was playing just to healer or, or him, and I was just sticking to them too. And then then more and more people have come in and they've started picking them characters as well. So I'm like forcing myself to go to a different character. So I'm slowly but surely learning the other character now, so I'm slowly but surely getting better at it, which makes me feel a lot so good when you actually can get, like, I think yesterday I ended up getting it. I've never done this before. I got a 10-kill streak in a game, in a first-person shooter, which seems insane to me, because I'm lucky to get five if they're uh, the and best. And everyone else disconnected? No, no. I did get disconnected at one point. I was running around killing everyone, and I didn't realise I'd got, because they were all just stood in one position, and I'd got disconnected. <laughs> and I was I was frustrated at that point, but yeah, that is all I've played this week. Uh, mainly Overwatch. Anna, I, I, tell me why we haven't got Overwatch. Not interested. No, no. no I'm, I'm probably more interested in that than I am Mirror's Edge. Don't <laughs> really you be changing at the videos and everything. It looks uh, looks pretty cool. So don't funny. have anyone to play with. I don't. For some any. reason, I had it in my head that this was just you know Call of Duty level of stuff. You know, gun porn. No, no, uh, no. It's it's much more. It's a different style and design. It's That's got some a, bad news for Is you. it as good as Gotham City Imposters? Yes, better. You reminded me of it looking at it. Yeah, that is a, that, so that is a good point. That is that is very. Yeah, it is. It is of that sort of style. Bad and news, it, though. It is um, Go on. Polygon only gave it eight out of ten. <laughs> not as good. Right, as and that's not bad. Do you want to guess what they gave The Last of Us? Seven. Seven point five. That's. Wow. That's There's scary. such an inconsistent bucket of crap. <laughs> well, that's, Hab, that's... Hab owns Polygon. You've got to stop giving I, him digs. I, I just follow, I follow certain people who've, who work with Polygon. That's why. So I, so I have an understanding. Of, not of the website, but I, in general, I feel like it's just, a, it's just a, an individual person. It's not like if one person interviewing everything going, this game is better than this game. Why You, you shouldn't be comparing games to each other. You should be saying, is this ge- should say, is this game good or not? Should be going. You should be definitely comparing them to each other. Yeah, but it's not the same, though, is it? It's like chalk and cheese. You can't say the Last of Us is worse than Volume. It, of course you can. Just... You can say it's better than Volume, uh, and that's yeah. Well, it, it, in your eyes, it is yeah, and in the score level, it should uh, be anyway. And cheese is always better than chalk as well, unless the cheese is brie, in which case it's worse than chalk. Or if you're trying to write on a blackboard. Well, you yeah. could, I reckon a bit of mature cheddar, you could mark a blackboard with it. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're giving the new uh, Turtles film three. See, they're just well, that doesn't surprise anyone. Yeah, what, what's wrong with that, Sheepdog? Because it looks like it's quite decent. Arrows in it, so it must be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has anyone anyway. else played anything this week, then? No, that's my lot. I'm done. And are we, me and Sheepdog are going to hide the fact we haven't, because we've done an hour and 20 minutes already, so it doesn't matter. The, um, the only thing that I... I mean, I haven't played anything this week, um, but I was saying to a mate of mine, uh, you know, I said last week that I completely tapped out um, their new process where levels don't matter. You get a donut every level now, um, but they've lowered all the barriers for it. So if anyone's playing that and doesn't really think about what they're doing or went off it a little bit, but is looking for a reason to get back into it, um, you can get donuts so quickly now that um, since two days ago, I've already got 95 without spending any money or doing anything over the top. Um, so I guess I'm just going to be unlocking a new character a week at the moment. Um and it just made it a lot more fun. I thought it was a good way of them, you know, livening the game up. Right, are we ready for our weekly dose of spoilers? In fact, before we do spoilers, has anyone seen a, uh, a film or anything this week? Presumably not. We watched some Cinderella, yeah. didn't we? Don't tell people that. I've got... It wasn't even the Disney one. It was the one with Rob Stark in. It had the King in the North in it. I was so confused. He was marrying (laughs) the wrong woman again. That man learns nothing. Last time he did that... His brother knows nothing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, everyone he knew and loved got killed the last time he messed someone around like that but oh no let's just do it again let's marry the little peasant girl you're an idiot rob stark i was saw that pokemon the movie hooper and the clash of ages with my son this morning um and it was really good for a pokemon film normally they're a bit lame and i don't know a bit all over the place but um I, I've not been letting him watch this because the the poster to it annoyed me. Um, he wanted to watch it weeks ago and I was just like, oh, no, we're a bit busy at the moment um, because Hooper, the Pokemon about, it's about looked a bit lame, but um, I put it on half by mistake. I just kind of put it on and was like, oh, it's this film. Damn. Um, and I was quite impressed because this Hooper character, he's uh, a Pokemon that, had some evil force making him massive and evil. And he, because he was so powerful, he just kept bringing out legendary Pokemon to fight him. He had the power to make stuff appear through these hoops that were on his arm. Um, like he could just teleport stuff through them. And, um, so he got in a habit of just making legendary Pokemon appear and he'd fight them. And then he'd just discard them. We'd beaten them. And, um, then someone trapped him in a bottle and made him a, a nice little Pokemon. He was basically a genie, but he was nice, little and young and naive. And, um, so somebody had uncovered his power and blah, blah, blah. But showing it to my son, he was able to learn about all of the, from I think, uh, Pokemon Gold onwards, all the legendaries from them, um, right up to this point. And it was just a good film. It was just all set in one place with one story, and it wasn't weird and all over the shop. It was just good. And, he, yeah, he really liked it. And I sat there thinking, do you know what? This is the first time they've done a film for this uh, franchise, and it's not been a bit weird, you know? Um they could show this on telly and people would just be like, ugh. Because I think all the other films are a bit, a bit, you know. I'm pretty sure I'd still be, ugh. 
Yeah, well, you would be, but I can't think of the right words to say. I think all—I mean, the first film was a big deal because it was like the first one at the cinema, and I think that probably pulls off being a legit put film. a Pokemon film in the cinema. Yeah, goodness the, me! First one like two thousand nine, something like that. Um, the other twelve or whatever it is, I'm trying to figure out what one this is. This might be number twenty or number nineteen. Uh, read really quickly. Um, yeah, it's like one of twenty odd films, um, but the 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 middle eighteen are straight to DVD style films, I think, for the most part. And you can tell it's just made for fans and whatnot. This one is still a straight to DVD, but it feels like they made more effort. It's a lot more graphically uh, upgraded. It's very uh, well drawn. It's thank you decently written is a decent story um it just seemed like they made an effort to it it wasn't just a reason to slap around some of their uh legendaries and build a story to round off a season or whatever it was just actually half good so yeah uh, it's the 18th film sorry so the the ones in the middle weren't all that good but first and 18th they they nailed it splendid anyone else watch any films or do we get to start spoiling game of thrones for another week Spoil it, spoil it. Spoil it. Yeah. I don't remember what happened in Game of Thrones this week. Someone needs to enlighten me. Do you know, there was ev- a dragon. Everybody was said, dragon. oh, this was a really um, quiet week. Um, but loads happened. Um, loads we see loads. flashbacks of things we don't know. Yeah, Bran saw loads of flashbacks and potentially flash forwards. Um, he saw the Mad King, who the theories are, well, there's lots of theories about maybe Bran made him mad. Yeah, I thought that was quite good right at the start when we saw that because I, I think the way they did it straight after what had happened the week before kind of made it linked together. It was quite good storytelling, I thought, doing that right at the start of the episode. Um, did suggest that Bran did it. Because then um, the thing that's interesting is that he um, kept shouting about burning them, but we know that historically... Um, he had them build loads of, uh, what's it called, dragon water or something like that. Um, whatever the fire stuff's called in those jars. He had loads of that built, but then people convinced him not to use it, and then Jamie killed him. And then Tyrion found some of it and used it when Stannis attacked King's Landing, but there's still absolutely tons of it underneath King's Landing. And Bran's vision was King's Landing exploding, so that's probably a future thing that's going to happen. Um, there's a bit of foreshadowing of Jamie sat on the throne, which I wondered whether that would happen. It, it was a flashback, because that's what happened when Jamie killed the king. Ned Stark walks in, and Jamie's just sat there on the throne, chilling out, and Ned tells him to get off because he hasn't earned it, and, you know, it's disrespectful to the kingdom, and blah, blah, blah. And then they make Robert the king. But um, I just wonder whether Jamie will kick up a fuss, because he's just been given an army and sent away, hasn't he? Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, in my, I, I made a quick list of things that happened in that because so many people said nothing happened. Um, Jamie uh, has been kicked out of the King's Guard, which means now he can get married. He can. Uh, he's, he's now. He can be king. He can, he's also in charge of Castle Rock now. He's inherited that as, by right because he's the eldest Lannister. Um, he's been sent away with an army to go and help out the phrase, but he's got an army, so he can do what he wants with that, really. Um, Tommen has turned on his family, become part of the faith. He said the faith is he's, you know, one of his allies. And, yeah, he's um, a rascal there, wasn't he? A little cheeky monkey. 
that puts him against Cersei because she's obviously got a trial by combat with Robert Strong. So uh, the faithful put their person in. Interesting that everyone thinks it might be the hound that they put in because whilst he was killed, um, you never find out what happened to him and the big old sort of... There's no logic or reason to this, but the theory is that he will have been uh, looked after by some priests or whatever and everyone's hoping that's what will happen, that he'll end up being there as the faith's champion and it'll be the hound versus his brother. Um, but what I expect to happen is that the uh, mountain will end up killing Tommen somehow because Cersei's been told all her kids are going to die and she won't want to kill him, but I reckon he'll do something that will make the ha- uh, the mountain sorry, want to wanna kill him to protect her because he basically just kills anything that ha- tries to harm Cersei, doesn't he? He does. He's got problems, that lad. Well, he's a Frankenstein. You're a Frankenstein. Um, Arya quit the faceless people, or she might have done. She's basically... Um, oh, she got her needle back. Yeah, she's basically... So she's become Arya again. Yeah. But I think, again, that the faceless man has said to that girl, go and sort her out, and I reckon Arya's probably going to stab her with the pointy end um, of, a, of a needle, and then the faceless man's going to say some nonsense like, oh, yeah, you paid for a life with another life. You're back on the ball, because she can't have finished her ninja training yet, surely. Well, she's quite an injury already. I suppose if she defeats that woman, then she's probably an injury enough to go off on her merry way. Uh, what else happened? Sam manned up and stole his dad's sword and done a runner. That was quite a funny whole scene. The dad's really well acted. Yeah, I want that. I don't really get why he stole the sword. Because um, it's made of the only thing that can defeat White Walkers. Yeah, but he's nowhere near him now. He shouldn't be bothered. Well, he's been sent Sarah to learn all about it. Yeah, which I guess is going to take him like 10 years to become a maester. You don't just... It'll, it'll all be all over before he's able to go back up to the wall. I don't know. I reckon he'll just stomp his way in there and say, this is how you do it. Give me my Chain time. Me. Yeah. Um, or I'll cut your head off with this sharp thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know what you mean, though. It was almost like a... You go off on your merry way, maybe we'll call you back in 10 years if we need you. But I think he'll... Um, my friend's always adamant that the last page of the books will be Sam basically finishing his write-up of everything that happened in the wars, which I think would be quite a good way to end it. Hmm. He's convinced that'll be what it is. We maester Sam. Just, uh, yeah, that's what These I'm, are all his stories, then. That's the history of the world, yeah, which would be cool, wouldn't and it? And then he goes off to become a fireman. <laughs> um, I wondered whether there was a hint of a way for Hodor to come back into it at the end of this episode. Uh, Bran's uncle explained how he was uh, killed by a White Walker, but the Children of the Forest saved him. And I thought, could there be one or two Children of the Forest about that might have rescued old Hodor? Nah. They've got all that merchandise now. They can sell all the doorstops and stuff. We need to order one. As soon as they're available, I want one. My, um, did I tell you, my friend has been working with this artist from Turkey, um, where he suggests things and then the artist draws it for him. And, um, there was an article written up after this week's episode asking whether the artist was psychic. 
because he predicted so many things that have happened in the show that no one could have known about. Like apparently the guy was like, Oh, I just thought he was drawing him the week of the episode, but 10 of these pictures are from 2013 and something like that, 2015, 2014, whatever. Um, and it turns out my mate has just been reading all the stuff and predicting things and getting his friend to draw them. And suddenly it's starting to pick up a bit of, uh, knowledge from the, from the world because he's basically called loads of different things that were going to happen. Do you think it's really cool? Mm. There's a lot of hold the door stuff on Amazon now, but none of them are door stops. <laughs> IKEA is selling them. Uh, that was Photoshop, wasn't it? That was fake. That's not actually genuine, is it? I thought that was Photoshop. Hold on, I'll have a look on the IKEA website now. Now I'm now I'm an IKEA man. I'll uh, hold the D O O R spells what? Door. Well done. No, they're not on there. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder how many people have done. Oh, cool, you can get plant pots for only three quid, though. This place is I got fantastic. one. It is fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think if anything else happens. Oh, yeah. Um, somebody asked Daenerys how many ships she needs, and she said the exact same number that the, uh, what's his name, Uron Greyjoy said he wanted built on the island. Yeah, Islands. but the problem is, right, you know when you've got a wide shot of them, the isles, there is no trees. That made me laugh, yeah. He's How like, is he going to build 10,000 ships with no trees? Well, the only one's a 1,000, but yeah. Um... Oh, okay. Oh, in that case, yeah, you don't need trees for a 1,000. <laughs> they're not far from the north. But they're, they're, just, they're just on islands above the north. Sheep you know? dog, they've got no boats to get to the trees. Well, they're they gonna, have. They're going to have to uh, swim there. Theon nicked half of them, didn't he? Yeah, so the ones who are still on the islands haven't got any boats left. But um, that seemed, I don't know, it, it felt really awkward that last week he was like, build me a thousand boats. And then this week it's, how many boats do you need, Daenerys? Oh, about a thousand, I think. And he just thought he could have done something to, I don't know. It was just a bit like, they might as well have had them scenes next to each other, running in the same wheelchair. nick them all. Um, well, no, he's going to say it across, ask her to marry him and show her, show her his horn and... Uh, it's got a horn that can control dragons, but if you blow into it and you're not um, you're not a Targaryen, it burns your lungs and kills you. Mm. So Are they those horns they were selling at Comic-Con that I wanted to buy? Probably. Mm. But yeah, he's going to sail across, chat her up, probably get turned down because she's already fancies that other fella, and um, she'll have his boats. I'm a bit like, do you think she'll do anything next week or this season? Or do you think it's just another season where she lands on a dragon, everyone screams and chants her name, and then they just move on? I think by the end of the series, they will be, they'll be ready to go, I reckon. It'll I hope be so. Time to time, because I, I think there's only so many times before you get bored and go in. We've heard this story before. You get so close and then a setback, and you've got to wait another season of building up, building up another army. I think there's only so many times they can keep doing that. Plus... Isn't there something like after this season about thirteen episodes the plan? Yeah, before, you're right. I yeah, so they've got to speed got, it up, haven't they? Yeah. So what? There's only it? one more season after this one. No, yeah. they're, they're breaking that up into two. Oh, they're breaking batting it. Yeah. Are basically. they doing it in two parts of seven? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Basically. Good on them. Cheeky monkeys. Um. Right. Anyone, anyone watched anything else on telly this week? For some reason, we didn't watch the finale of 11, 20, whatever it is, 60-something. Um, yeah, because you wouldn't put the fire on. 
June. <laughs> it's June. Don't get, don't care. It is so cold. It's oh, it's not even funny. It's really, really cold here. It's not oh, that. It cold. is cold. You even put your your sweater on the other day. I did. Because <laughs> you were my cold. My big belly burger hoodie. Let's call it by its name. Hmm. I um, I'm about eight episodes into Once Upon a Time, and that's rather good. Is it suitable for children? Because my child has watched it all. Um, it's not bad. I, I said to my wife that your daughter had seen it all, so we started letting my daughter watch it with us if she stayed downstairs at all. Um, I'm quite enjoying the fact that you don't straight away know which fairy tale character you're looking at kind of thing, and they're talking and they're in the show and all that, and they'll have a surname or whatever that's kind of hints at it, but then, you know, you have to wait for the flashbacks to find out who they are. It's It's quite good. Um, hmm. my wife likes it more than me I think but I like it a lot you she know, probably likes lots of things more than you <laughs> uh, uh, I say like somebody I make it sound like I don't like it what I mean by that is that yeah she's the one kind of going let's watch more let's watch more whereas I was trying to balance it and I zombie and orphan black which is going very well as well um, you it, made us watch Peaky Blinders this week Anna and I don't I understand did. why people get excited about that it was an <laughs> absolute turd liar you big fat liar. <laughs> you are such a liar. Well, you I didn't and... like it. No, he did. He was like, he wasn't really... I liked the it. fact Scarecrow was in it. That was good. And, and then <laughs> someone got beat up and then he started watching it. And I goes, oh, do you want to watch it on your own? And he went, no, watch it with Lady. So he wants <laughs> to watch more of it. He's such a liar on this on this podcast. It's so annoying. I don't I remember thinking they're just talking in funny accents. You're such a liar. You sat there. Because I go, so I'll go and watch the rest of the series. And you went, no, watch it with the lady. So. Okay. Mm. Is that what you call yourself? The lady? No, he calls me that. The I meant Kev. Or the lady. I meant, does Kev call himself that? <laughs> I call myself lots of things. <sighs> but, yeah, I didn't, I don't get what all the fuss is about. Other than the fact that Crow and Bane are in it. So, I'm expecting Batman to turn up. Well, they're, they're, it's based in Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's no superpowers in it yet. I don't really get it. Well, then, shall I watch it by myself? Um, let, me know, put... let me know if any magic happens. Well, when I, when I go, I'm going to go and watch it. Do you want me to wait? No, you're right. And I just watch it. He's only going to moan otherwise. Yeah. Don't care. I get the TV. Yeah, that's it. He doesn't get to pick what's Good. on it. Good. I wondered last week how often Black was going to carry on as a program because the, half the point of it had kind of dis, not disappeared. That makes it sound like I'm spoiling something. But uh, all the parents had turned up. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, this week it was like, oh wow, okay, no, there's loads of stuff left unsolved, and and, and yeah, it's very good. It's very mystery based. I think you'd like it, Kev. No, nah, I wouldn't. No, it's two weeks to Orange Is the New Black. It's two weeks. I'm not sure if day. I can bother with it this year. I'll watch it. Oh, I will. I'll it's watch just, it that day. It's just, uh, uh, I don't know. I thought she was only in prison for a year. <laughs> yeah. No, she, she was. And then she went to court and she... For what? Because it went to trial again by by because they caught somebody else. And Alex told her to lie. So she lied. And Alex got out. And then it was... Yeah, but is it just going to be another season about her and Alex and their bloody relationship? 
because that's so boring. Don't care. Love it. Love it. I loved. I I loved it last season. I'm just thinking. I can't really bother to watch another year of. I love Crazy Eyes. I think she's the best character and tasty and and the one that's having the baby. I want. I want the the god to come back because he just. Is this the same one who's been having a baby for about three years? It's not three years. She's been pregnant for one season. And then she, and I think at the last episode she had the baby. So I'm going through season three again at the moment. And if Red doesn't rise to power in this season, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. Cause... Well, they completely did over the prison, didn't they? They they got the whispers in to make the underwear and they've got the pre-packed meals and they've now got um, more... At the end of last season... They had like loads of other prisoners coming in, so they're gonna because they didn't have any beds, did they? Because they had to get rid of all the mattresses, and then they were doing something, and they came back and they had bunks, and then at the end it was like all these other prisoners coming in, so there's going to be double the amount of prisoners all going to be squished in, and a a TV personality in that world come in, and oh yeah. Yeah, it looks so fun. I, I do like Orange is the New Black, and I watch them when they call it. I just watch them all. I just binge watch it all day. I love it so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I'm being a whinge bag. I'm quite excited about it. I just, don't, <laughs> I just don't want it to be, let's all obsess over those two for the entire year. Yeah, but yeah, because it's, it's written by that woman, so... That's why there's so much focus on her. But then it's the other stories in the background that are also cool. Yeah, they need to deviate from her story now, though, don't they, really? Mm. Definitely, but... Right. Is that it for telly? Are we saying goodbye to Anna? You are. Although, in fact, you've read a comic this week. Oh. No, I haven't. I haven't finished it. I read it for a night. mutilated a comic. How have I, I opened it? I have to read it. I can't read it in your bizarre way. I don't. I'm not as long as you, so I can't read it like that. That's the first time Kev's ever heard that phrase. I, like, <laughs> I just don't like. I open. I put my thumb in the middle. And it, don't put your thumb in the middle. That's going to bend the spine. See what I mean? This is why I can't get into it because this is what I have. I'm going to buy another one now. I'm like, well, you're going to read it. How are you supposed to open? How are you supposed to see the the captions and the pictures and what's going you're on in it? You're such a moron, Kev. You've been on her to get into them for how long? And she gets into them and you berate her about holding them. <laughs> on, on the train. <laughs> on, on the, the plane? I, I'm not even making noises, like grunting noises, the way I was holding it. <laughs> I spent seven years making my kids like Pokemon. If I'd have spent all that time then <laughs> since they've started just correcting them, having a go at them. Uh, <laughs> but have, did you, it was Outcast that you read, wasn't it? Or started reading. Are you enjoying it? That's all right. Um, I want to see the TV show before I read it anymore because I was just thinking I could watch this in an hour and it's taken me, like, what, an hour, two hours to read a few pages it just seems to take a lot of time when I can just watch it in a TV video, a TV show that comes out in four days. If it follows the same sort of structure for The Walking Dead and it is another Kirkman one, you'll find that an episode of the TV show is about 20 pages of the book. Mm. So you'll get through the book quicker than you'll get through the, but the TV thing, show. The thing was, I was sitting there and... 
like I was reading it and I could already predict what was going to happen next without reading it. It just seems very similar to something I've seen before. I don't know what, but it's... The Walking I, Dead by any chance? Not The Walking Dead, but the fact that I just thought, oh, this is why this and this and this. I, I could I could... I could foresee what was happening already before they even told me. It just it seemed to like drag out this certain bit, and then I was thinking, but I know how this ends. I got to the end, and it was exactly what I thought. But I could have missed out all these pages and just gone to that, and and got to the conclusion that they were trying to get to. So, hmm. Hmm. See, I've not read it, so I have no idea. I will no. read it at some point. Well, you can't because I've bent it. Apparently, <laughs> I'll I'll fight I'll fight through it. Mm. I've I've put it at the bottom of my Miracle Man books that I got at Comic Con, so that the weight of them bad boys has squashed it back into shape anyway. Because lugging them around all day was ridiculously heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand you. Like you moan. Oh, got all these books to carry, but then you want to carry them. Like I couldn't even pick that up. It was I was like. This would stop this. It's because the swine of a woman on the stand. I only wanted to get the first volume of it. And then she said, oh, they're on a free for two, by the way. Oh, I hate you. Mm -hmm. The second two are much bigger than the first one as well. But why don't you just put them in your bag and spread the weight across your shoulders? My shoulder still hurts now. Are we come? (laughs) Oh, I bought a butterfly. You bought Ulysses a butterfly. I did. And I was terrified of him. I'm still giving me the shivers, <laughs> no doubt, that stall. Really? Let's think about I... them scarabs and bloody bugs and all sorts of <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> oh, they're beautiful. Yeah, I bought a butterfly, like, in a box. And... Ulysses. <laughs> that's it, yeah. I don't. I think that's just its name. Yeah. But you've named it Ulysses. <laughs> as, a, as a, like, you named the dog. Dave, but yeah. We've got this really cool thing, uh, speaking of butterflies, for my daughter, where we've basically stuck them on her wall. Um, they all flow out of a lamp across her wall, you know. Like, it, it spreads out further the further away from the lamp you are. It looks really cool. What, a light? No, uh, the lamp's there, and then they just stick on butterflies that go on the wall. See, this is a real butterfly sheep dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah mine's real, just dried. He's a stuffed it, butterfly. These look real. They're not stuffed butterflies, though. So you've got a light, and then you stick these things... Well, on. no, 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 you don't have to have anything. They're just wall stickers of butterflies, but they're, like, 3D and look real. So we've got a load of them on the wall in a pattern, and then we've stuck something at the end of one end of the wall, so it looks like they're all coming out of that. I'll send you a picture. Uh, okay. It looks splendid. <laughs> right, Anna, now you're a comic expert. Are you sticking around for comic nope. discussion? Not happening. Well, my... my my laptop is saying turn me off because it's already gone dark. It's on battery save mode, so... Okay, well, tell the boys and girls where they can find you on the internet. I'm around somewhere. Brilliant. Yep. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want followers, then? <laughs> no, I had any followers for ages. Follow Anna on Twitter, at Miss Lelujo. Um She tweets pictures of stuff. Yeah, like the chairs today. Oh, they just the chairs. <laughs> Don't even so get me started funny. on them. No, that gnome you tweeted was hilarious. The one sitting on the toilet. Yeah, that was from Fallout. Mm. What's so... up with the chairs, Kev? Sorry. They, well, there's, <laughs> they had purple chairs and green chairs. And they, there was a set of set where they went green, purple, green. And then there was two on their own that was green and purple. And then the ones in the photograph went purple, purple, green. 
and that's just stupid. Why would you put two chairs the same colour next to each other where everywhere else in the waiting room you've alternated the colours? It's, and this, yeah. this is in Cums, so some of these the people that go in have got OCD. I don't know how they go. It was making me angry. I was ready to move the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought places like that did that on purpose, uh, if, if they're treating people with OCD. Isn't it like a, a way of triggering, triggering people before they go in? Well, I almost fixed it because it was making me so angry and I wasn't there to be treated. Uh, there's nothing wrong with me, damn it. Um, <laughs> but when Anna said this is making Kev angry, I was like, what, the therapy sign? Um, <laughs> like, he does need therapy. Um, yeah, maybe chairs. you should go back. Get your brain fixed. Nah, it's all right. I like, I like my brain the way it is. It's swell. Swelled? Swollen? <laughs> 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 yeah, because of all the intelligence that's in it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Huh. Well done. Uh, my filing cabinet was dirty. I was confused. Right, bye bye then, Anna. We're going to get into comic talk. Okay. Uh, Anna. Run away! Yeah, yeah. Run away! Bye. Can we um? Can we start with what a bumhead you are? Me? No, you're supposed to be gone, Anna. Yeah, why am I a bumhead? Presumably you were talking to me. Yeah, of course. Because um, since when do we list our running order with major spoilers for the comics that we're talking about on the running order? I uh, hadn't read Paper Girl 6 yet. I had to go and read it before you talked about it. Why is there Never. a spoiler about that? You said it's now set in the present. Well, it was at the end of the episode, at the end of the previous one. Then oh, it was only on number four. Oh, well, you should have read to the end of the <laughs> fifth one. They, well, it, the, the first bloody trade of it was issues one to five. You should have read the whole thing. Yeah, I, I was on a bit of a go slow with it. But um, no, I caught up on it, and that is uh, very interesting, isn't it? It's um, going to be as good as Saga. It's getting there now. It's really picked yeah. up the pace. Uh, Do you know, both both this and Saga, I really, really wish I'd just heard about really late on. At least with The Walking Dead, there was, what, 105? Well, then you I'd need to go it. and read Why the Last Man, which was another one by Brian K. Vaughan, which is one of the best things I've ever read, um, cool. which I think is like 80 issues of that or something. It's probably 10 years old now, but um, it was just excellent. I don't know how people survive this. It's like it's become a real... Um, every time I finish one, I go through the blues for a moment. And I know that the the fix for that is to start reading so many different you Yeah, know, that's the thing. I mean, you've seen my list on the running order. There must be 20 things on there. That's how you get over that. You just always have lots on the go. And then when something just pops up on your subscription list, like this week, I wasn't expecting Giant Days, and it just appeared. And it's like, oh, awesome, Giant Days. I love Giant Days. I'll enjoy this. And um, now I've read it and I'll forget it exists again for a month until it appears again and just makes my day perfect because it's so mm. damn good. See, I read through your list and I'm like, okay, he's read loads. But then I thought, well, I read loads of the Amori Wars, which I mentioned last week. I won't bore everyone with again. Um, I caught up on Injustice Gods Among Us. I was like four behind on that. Um, that's I'm reading. Apparently, it's going to divert from the game now. Hmm. So I'm hoping that's the case because they can't be far off. They're probably teed up for a sequel, aren't they? I think there's a sequel in the works, isn't there? I for read this? That somewhere really... today that there's yeah. a sequel to the game, yeah. Because yeah. um, it's been really, it's getting really good. They're starting to have a few reasons why characters are going to change sides and that kind of thing. Um, because I guess in the game, I can't really remember now, but I guess certain people are on 
other sides by the time we got to the game. I need to, once I've completed the comics, I'll have to start the game again. <laughs> but um, that's been really cool. Um, like you, I read this week's Walking Dead, or this month's Walking Dead, uh, with Negan and Alpha mm-hmm. becoming a thing. Oh, it's uh, going to be so much fun when they start sucking each other's faces. The dialogue between them is superb, as always. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Um, Pavel, you do you read the Walking Dead comic? Nope. Right, no. So basically, it. Negan is uh, entering into a relationship with a bald woman who walks around wearing zombie skin. All right. Well, he's okay. not in a relationship. They're oh, alli- they will. They're getting there. They're forming an alliance of sorts at the moment. And they're going to get all kissy mouth. And he right. keeps saying things to her about how much he's in love with her he is, but she's with her fella. Oh, God, does she not take this skin off at any point? Does she just permanently yeah. wear it? No, no, uh, she's not wearing the skin when they're talking, but he knows right. about that. Because Beta, uh, he wears his skin all the time. Yeah, and he's her he? fella. Is he? I thought he was just a, a chap who was knocking about the place. No, Alpha and Beta are like a, an item. And that's oh, why when, when he turns up and hears Negan doing all that, he's like, hang on a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> but it's uh, it's splendid. They're teeing up for another massive war as well. Which, yeah, caused by Rick's lot, really, this time. Yeah, because, uh, well, they've, I see, I think they've been the baddies for about 50 issues now. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, they keep causing <laughs> wars, don't they? Yeah, but, really... I think ever since they were done with the governor, they've pretty much been the baddies. You could tell the... I reckon you could tell the Negan story from Negan's point of view, and he would just seem like the good guy. But then he was a dictator. So uh, is Rick. He's not really. He bloody is. He's playing the politics at the moment. I mean, he's set up all these signs and said... um, you know, when Andrew has told him to take the signs down, he said, uh, well, you know, it's, it's taking a flack off me instead of them being angry at me. They're being angry at the enemy instead. Um, and I kind of Hitler would say. Yeah. It's the kind of thing David Cameron would probably say, isn't it? Um, whereas I think Negan, you know, putting an eye into people's faces if they disagreed with him and uh, just keeping all the women for himself or Alpha, who's kind of said that everyone can just rape each other and kill each other and eat what they want and as long as they wear the flesh of the uh, zombies, they're just animals now. Um, she's a bit weird, but um, she's also ruthless because she's murdered so many people. So, I don't know, Rick's never done any of that. Rick's just, <coughs> Rick's just kind of taken out people who tried to disrupt his peace. He's, you know, gone to war. I mean, Negan, Negan said to him, give us all your stuff. And he said, no, thank you. I'm going to got a war of you instead. Um, I guess with Alpha, he's definitely... They basically kidnapped Alpha's daughter. Yeah. It's <laughs> causing more problems with Alpha because, yeah, they've taken her daughter. They've um, accidentally killed a load of the people because they were zombies in disguise. Well, disguise as zombies, sorry. Um, you know, that's that's just become a, like an arms race, hasn't it? They, they accidentally kill a load of people and steal her daughter. So she kills a load of their people and... You know, I guess she'll steal one of their people eventually. She should steal, she should steal uh, Carl. Yeah, and then uh, they've they've they specifically said stay away from us or we'll go to war with you. Then they haven't. So there we go. Looking mm. forward to that unraveling. It'd be great. I think yeah, you, you could start that pub and it'd be a good month before you caught up. But it'd be, I'm not reading that. You'd also be three hundred quid in the in the red on it because there's <laughs> so many bloody issues of it now. Yeah, there must I'm, be compendiums or whatever, surely. 
I've got the first compendium, but I'm not touching. I, it's just too big. It's like a big, like massive book. Massive. You can't, yeah, you can't it. hold it. It's really weird. So good, though. And I mean, I must say, and this is something that I mean about um, Paper Girls and Saga and all the other ones. The thing that gets me with The Walking Dead, and to be fair, it gets me with a few of the comics now, is when you're reading them in a massive chunk, you don't notice the massive filler episodes. But it's a bit heart-wrenching when Injustice or you know, Walking Dead have an episode where nothing really happens. Because they can't have a, a bombshell every week or a reaction to a bombshell every week, can they? They've got to have just story progression now and again. Um and there's been a couple of Walking Dead ones and a couple of Injustice ones where I've left the end of it and thought, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing even moved. It was almost like, I mean, it was like when you were saying you read one the other week where it was a, a chase scene for Wonder Woman and um, something like that. And I just thought... Black Canary it was. It was just Black a chase canary. scene. Yeah. Not Black Canary, Black Widow. And you think that's like three quid down a pan. <laughs> I mean, I know. Next, it was Marvel. It was like four, four quid, yeah. I should think, because Marvel is stupid expensive. I could equally argue that's a coffee, and you, you know that's bad down the pan once you've drunk it. But I don't know. It's a good tasting. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't know what I'm uh, what I'm saying. I'm not actually ranting about it. I'm just saying sometimes it's it's, it's easy. What I'm saying is read reading Walking Dead like that. You skip a lot of the bits where Rick and Carl. Are, I mean, they, they're some of the best bits where they're wandering alone. But there are some bits where they're just literally in the woods or whatever, and you're thinking, aside from some really good dialogue, nothing's happened in this world, except time's passing. I've still spent the week knees deep in DC. I think I finally understand DC to a point. Um, I'm not going to go into massive depth on everything I've read, but I've read Final Crisis, The Flash Rebirth from before, not a new one, because that's not out yet. I've read Flashpoint, which is superb. If you read nothing else from DC's history, you must read Flashpoint, because it's superb. And I've read Convergence. Um, and I kind of understand what's going on in the DC Universe now. And I need to go back and reread the DC Universe Rebirth 80-page issue jobby from last week. Yeah. Um, because I think I now understand a lot more what's going on. You've read that this week, haven't you, little fella? What did you yeah, my mine came from... Uh, been Planet this week, and I got it. And I read it, and I was like, I don't quite understand it, but I get, I get the gist of it. I've not read anything. I've not read any. I've not read any anything of the New Fifty Two, so I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to. But I got the gist of it, and the ending of it got me giddy. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! Is that what is it you read? Sorry for this bit. The DC Universe DC- Rebirth. Right, I need to get that, because I, I... Sorry, carry on with what you're saying, and I'll, I'll go into my bit in a minute. Um, yeah, that like I said, the end, of, the end of that, I was just not expecting that, that, that like, last four or five pages, and you're like, are they doing this? And you went, yeah, they're doing this. You look at the, yeah, they're definitely doing this. Oh, God. Are we safe to spoil this at this point? I don't know. I, 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 I need to read it. I need to read okay. it, so let's, let's spoil it next week. Okay. Yeah, so it's seriously something else, and if it... How is that going to work now? Is it going to be a set of rebirth comics or is it all going to all branch off into their own individuals? So, yeah, I've, I've read all the ones that have come out this week. So this week we've had Batman Rebirth, Superman Rebirth, Green Arrow Rebirth and Green Lantern's Rebirth. And yeah. basically the DC Universe Rebirth thing has set up um, the fact that there was something not right about the New 52. Um, 
yeah. which is difficult to discuss without spoiling. And the individual ones are sort of, they're all little one-shots that are hinting at where these series are going to go. Right. Um, with the revelation about the New 52. So, for example, with the Green Arrow Rebirth, which is the best of the four that I've read this week. It's yeah, I've read that. superb. Um, you've got Black Canary turning up in Green Arrow, who, it, pre-New 52, they were a couple. Um, but throughout the New 52, they barely even met. I don't ever remember them being together. Um, Black Canary was off doing her stuff with Batgirl and, in, you know, rock band. And Green Arrow was basically pretending to be the TV show and they wrote in Diggle and Felicity and all these TV characters who'd never been in the comics before. And people hated the fact that this long-running DC couple of Green Arrow and Black Canary didn't even know each other. And it was hinted at in the DC Universe Rebirth issue. Um, And then this Green Arrow Rebirth is basically them meeting and suggesting that the Green Arrow comic going forward is going to be very much centred on their relationship starting to form back together again as it starts to settle into what things were like before the New 52 came along and shook everything up. Um, You've got a similar sort of thing with Superman because we lost New 52 Superman before DC Rebirth even happened. He died in the last issue of the New 52 Superman. Um, But the pre-New 52 Superman had already been knocking around in the DC universe for a couple of years anyway. Um, and so Superman Rebirth is just him turning up. Well, him, him saying, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed I'll be Superman again then. Oh, is that what... <laughs> mm. so it's so difficult dancing around this. He is... There is a... Is there a... There is a, there is a Superman in the Rebirth comic, isn't there? This, yes. this one that I've read. Yeah. And it, there is reference to another Superman that's dead. I presume yeah. that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. 15, the New right. 52 Superman is dead, but the the one from before the New 52... Yeah, he, yeah that's him. still in it, so right. he's now going to be Superman um, again. Yeah, because yeah, he, he, he was like... He was like, yeah, he was had a son and he was like on a farm or something, wasn't he? Or he, was yeah. like, he, was, he was in a plaid shirt, wasn't he? And he was like, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's all very cool. It's all mm. very... Interesting to see where they take it. Green Lanterns is excellent because we've now got a female Green Lantern who's just starting out. And there's basically two Green Lanterns defending Earth now, and they've combined their battery thing so that they can only work, they can only do stuff when they're together. So rather than just being the one Green Lantern, these they don't really get on, um, but they have to work together, and it's just quite cool. And again, it's good to have a female Green Lantern. I um I saw an advert for the finale of the Flash one, um, and it looked quite cool. So I started reading the New Fifty Two Flash uh, the other day. Um, saying what you were saying about, cause I thought about what I said about the um, you know wanting to read loads together in a group. Now it's finishing. It seems like a good time to jump in. But um, like yeah. you said about Arrow, it follows the show. I mean, there's different characters like. Uh, I forget their name, Iris and the other hmm. guy. They're both white people who don't seem anything like it. And Wells isn't, doesn't appear to be in it. Um, but yeah, it's exactly the same. It even starts with the I'm Barry Allen and I'm the fastest man alive. If you want to read Flash stuff, you need to go back and read Flash Rebirth from 10, 15 years ago, which was Jeff Johns. And it was brilliant. Then read Flashpoint because yeah. they are just superb. And yeah. also, I mean, Flashpoint was basically the incident that 
well, until now, was assumed is what started the new 52. Because Flashpoint kind of reset everything. But now we get into DC Rebirth and it turns out that it yeah. might not have been Flashpoint that caused it after all. There might have been something else. Okay. But it's um, it's all very, very cleverly done. They've really skillfully managed to have this whole new 52 thing that people didn't like. I thought it was brilliant because yeah. yeah. I, I, that was when I started reading comics, when the new 52 started. So for me, it was nice to have a good jumping on point, and I didn't know any of this history stuff that I'm learning about now. But they've really skillfully managed to make it, well, okay, you lot didn't like that. We've given it five years. Let's go back to how it was before, but we're not going to this, – this stuff that's just happened, that, that will still happen too. And they've yeah. found a way to keep everything as canon, and it all makes sense. And Sounds everything I've read on this rebirth thing so far has been superb. I think this week we've got the Flash, and we've got Wonder Woman, and a few others. I guess I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know which I've got because I'm a week behind apparently with my <laughs> stupid bloody pre-orders, <laughs> hmm. which is why I got them digitally. Yeah, right. yeah. My question for you, Kev. Mm. Civil War 2. I thought you said Civil War 1 ended with a major death to a major component of Civil War. Yeah, it did. Well, I, it, didn't, it didn't end with that, but the next issue of Captain America after it, he died. All right, okay. So I'm like, well, then there's a, I can't find the next comic. <laughs> you, like, need to, you need to. It's like Captain America yeah. number 25 or something. That's cool. And that's fine, because I don't need to kind of... Yeah, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because <laughs> I'll end up reading millions. Um, not yet, anyway. But I read all the Civil War ones and was like, well, he's still alive. I don't understand. Have I missed one? And everywhere I looked, it was telling me, no, no, you haven't. That's why I ended up reading that completely random one written by somebody else where there's a massive scar down the middle of America and Captain America's on one side and Iron Man's on the other. I was convinced that was the next part of the story and I had another 10 or whatever to read. But um, when I started this one, uh, Civil War 2, uh, Part 0 and Part 1, mm. Captain America's there. I was just like, well, what is Kev talking about? I'm so confused. <laughs> well, yeah, but he know... died, but you don't stay dead in comics. No, of course you don't. But they weren't even acknowledging that he died or come back, so I was very confused. But obviously that's happened. Well, it's because he's, he's been an old man without any super soldier serum for yeah. the last two years. Yeah. So uh, they're just happy that he's young again. <laughs> but... um yeah, comic one and comic two are that cracking with the future telling. Yeah, fella. the really interesting thing about this is if you didn't read the free comic book day issue, you'd struggle to know what was going on, especially with Civil War, especially with issue zero. I think you kind of needed the free comic book day bit as well to understand. You know, I've what got that happening. and I've read it and I can't remember what bloody happened in it. Um, what's his face dies in it, doesn't he? Rhodey. Hmm. He dies in the Zero one, doesn't he? Well, he... Yeah, but we don't actually see it happen. In the the free comic book day one, that whole scene is played out, where they try and ambush Thanos, and um, it's really clear from the free comic book day one that it's Captain Marvel's fault that he's dead. Yeah. Whereas, just reading issue Zero and issue one... Yeah, she's like, stuff happens. yeah, Yeah, and it's harder to see Iron Man's reaction being right yeah, about the comic book day one. But yeah. they've set this up brilliantly. For anyone who's not aware of what Civil War 2 is, basically um, there's a new Inhuman who's got his powers and he can see the future. 
It also called Ulysses, just like the new butterfly that we've got living in. Yeah, I thought that's why he'd called it that. No, it says (laughs) Ulysses on the frame. Um, So I think it's the breed of butterfly. Uh, But he can see see the future. He doesn't just see it, he experiences it. Um, And Captain Marvel wants to use that. She's been looking for ways to prevent bad things from happening and punish people for it, basically punish people for crimes they haven't yet committed. Um, and he has a vision that Thanos is going to come and do something rascally. Um, so they set up to ambush him. Um, and he's, even as it's happening, he's shouting, you're not supposed to be here. And, um, War Machine dies as part of it. And, um, Tony Stark thinks this is all a bad idea. And it's obviously it looks like it's setting up for Civil War Two, being Tony Stark against Captain Marvel, and everyone's going to split up into their little teams again. Do you think they'll um, push it that one step further? Obviously, we're only on episode one, uh, first edition, sorry. But um, do you think they'll have him having a vision of one of the team doing something? And that'll cause it to really be like, well, no, you're not going to, I don't know, put Captain America on trial or Iron Man. You know what I mean? Um, I think that would be a sensible way to go with it. I mean, yeah. it would be really interesting to see what happened is if, is if he, and I think they even mentioned it in the issue. I think Tony said it. What if, what if he had a vision showing that Captain Marvel caused the end of the world or something? What does she do yeah. about that? If the vision is, well, yeah, you're the problem, love. So, um, <laughs> I liked his line about uh, She-Hulk and somebody else getting down on and having birth to the next Hitler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, what if, what if, I suppose. But um, that's an interesting one because this time, off the bat, it feels like Tony Stark's right. But I guess they're going to have to come up with some convincing arguments for, for uh, Marvel to, you know be more on, on side, because at the moment you can't really agree with arresting people before they commit a crime, surely, so... Well, we'll have to, we'll have to see how it pans out, but it's... Although that started really promisingly, this is where I think Marvel are getting things a little bit wrong at the moment, and I know I'm still a newbie in all this, so perhaps someone will tweet in and tell me why I'm wrong about this, but DC are being so coherent and doing everything so effectively working together as one big thing at the moment... Marvel have got this Civil War 2 thing that's just kicking off, and the other big headline is the fact that Captain America has now joined Hydra or something in his uh-huh. individual comic. And I'm thinking, well, okay, that's massive. That that happened on the day DC Rebirth came out, and the new Captain America, Steve Rogers, number one, came out as well, and he's joined Hydra. Or No, he actually says he's been Hydra all along. Everything he's ever done, he was acting on behalf of Hydra. And, okay... But that doesn't seem to be the case in Civil War Two, so are we now looking at two separate realities? Or it doesn't seem very plausible, even, does it? No. All um, those times I foiled Hydra, I was working for Hydra. Yeah. So um, I don't know. They just seem to be flailing around a little bit at the moment, trying to. That's shark jumpy, isn't it? That. Yeah, it's all a bit odd, and I don't really, I don't really get why it's necessary. Captain America is just going to sell at the moment. Anyway, the movie's just done a billion dollars or whatever ridiculous mm-hmm. amount that it did. You could just have Captain America's colouring book and it would sell. You don't need to do something ridiculous like that. And it does seem a bit like they just wanted to grab all the headlines the week DC Rebirth comes out. But I don't know. But, um... Yeah, I, I need to... I think I need to get into reading Marvel a little bit more because I'm always on this six-month 
delay because I wait for it to hit Marvel Unlimited and I think I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and start buying stuff a bit more often. I bought the Civil War ones this week. I think I might need to buy the Captain America ones as well and work out what's going on there because uh, I'm confused at the moment. i got one more question. <laughs> Why isn't Squirrel Girl in the uh, Civil War? She'll probably turn up. She was busy at college, isn't she? Fair enough. She'll, she'll turn up when, when, when things need finishing off. She'll turn up. When they want to kick butts and eat nuts. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, at the moment, she's probably... Well, I assume she'll be on Iron Man's side, because... Yeah, they're best mates. But exactly. um, I was wondering, because I thought she's never lost a battle. She's the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe. Um, so surely they can't really play that ace until the final battle, I guess. Exactly. Perhaps, perhaps she'll turn out to be the bad guy. <laughs> she's like the Peter Petrelli of the whole thing she's just too powerful they've got to write her out maybe perhaps yeah perhaps she'll be doing her finals or something so she won't be able to <laughs> she won't be able to turn up at all that'd be hilarious that'd be perfect <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, other than that I've finished uh, I'm, I am now fully up to date with DC Bombshells which gets better and better all the time and I've now got my nice DC Bombshells mug that I can drink my coffee out of whilst I'm reading it as well <laughs> um, it's just brilliant. If you're still not on board with DC Bombshells, get it sorted, you bunch of lunatics. It's fantastic. I know I've already mentioned it, but Giant Days, again, it's set in Sheffield, for goodness sake. It's The people are from Northampton. They're constantly mocking Northampton. That's a good enough reason to buy this comic. They don't like cobblers, and I'm on board, <laughs> I'm on board with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, buy Giant Days. Um, and that's it. What, what have you kids been reading? We've, I've waffled for about half an hour over what I've been up to. You've covered all of mine really in that, I think. I can't, uh, yeah, I've gone down my list. We've, we've covered everything. What about you, Pork and Beans? Okay, so we've covered the DC Rebirth stuff. Um, and I, apparently, like I say, I'm a, I will be up to date with what came out this week. Batman, Batman Superman. Superman, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns. Yeah, I'll, I'll have read that by next week. Um, so, well, Comic Con. Was it a Comic Con? No. Ridden Planet, wasn't it? I've got, I picked up Preacher, the first volume uh, of that. I've read the first issue of that now. And it became very hard for me to want to, to have to put it down. I read it this evening. <laughs> and it's, it, you can see there's, it's slightly, there's a slight different take on it in the TV series, but it is still, the, the core of it is still there. And that this book is to me is very special. There's something yeah. about this that is really cool. I've I've ordered the second trade, today, yeah, uh, because I'm I, I'm about six issues into it now. And I'm still only halfway through that first trade, and yeah. um, it, it's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> it really, really is. It's very good. Yeah, it's it's, it's something very special. And uh, I will I will I'll, I'll finish this book easy, um, and it's. It's just so cool. I mean, like I said, I don't even. I'm. I was lucky. I was scrambling around on Monday for for the next episode on uh, Amazon it's not Prime. Out yet. Is it's it, not out, it's is not it? Out and I was like, oh, it's not, I was, Sunday. I think. Is it? Yeah, I was really. I was gutted when I was found out it's not actually out yet. Is it? I was, I was, I, and now even more so because I, I want. To, I want to see where they go, where they take it, sort of thing. I want to see. I mean, in this this first issue, the. This uh, this cowboy fella turns up. There's no there's no mention of any of the like in this like first issue. There's like there's like a discussion of like these heavenly heavenly bodies, isn't there? Mm. And I was like, 
that's not none of that's mentioned in the in the uh, actual first episode or anything. No, from what I can gather, the the TV show starts at a different point in time, right? To um, to where the comic is, it's starting earlier. Yeah. Um, but eventually, they, it will sort of yeah. go down the same route, and you get a revelation. I think in the second or third issue of what's actually going on, and when you right. get that, it ta- it goes up another level of awesome. And from then on, that's when I was unable to put it down. And just yeah. thought, right, okay, I'm three issues in, there's 12 in this book, don't care, ordering the second one now. And as soon as it arrives, I'll probably order the third, because it's yeah. that good. Yeah, it, is, it really is. This is, this is. this is, to me, this based on the few issues of Walking Dead I read, this is Walking Dead good for me. Oh, it's better than that. Yeah. So, uh, based, look, comparing the first six issues of Preacher to the first six issues of Walking Dead, Preacher is better at the moment. Yeah. I, I've, I'd say I, I've... I, I don't have any desires after reading, like say, probably about four or five issues of Walking Dead. I haven't. I had no. I'd stopped and I had no desire to go back to it. This, I find myself wanting to read this more and more. Like I said, I've read the first issue and I stopped myself because I knew I had other things to do this evening. But I, I, that the, that I did actually want to go back to, and I think I will. I will. I'll and finish the book for next week. They've announced the pop vinyls this week as well. So I did get, see them. I did Jesse see them. Cassidy and Arseface. They haven't got a tulip pop vinyl. No, I've seen, really I've, seen, I've seen a tulip pop oh, vinyl. Oh, have you? I didn't see yeah. that one, but there, I've, there is one. Yeah, I've, I saw Jesse Cassidy and Arseface as pop vinyls, yeah, yeah. and uh, I think I'm just going to get them all because yeah. I'm enjoying it that much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I say, I look forward to the TV program. I kind of wish we'd hung around for the panel that they did yeah. at Comic-Con last weekend. Yeah, I bet we wouldn't have got in because I bet it was packed, that one. Well, we could have said, look, we... Uh, yeah, we, press. We, yeah, you know, press passes, What's let in? us in. Can I have your autograph on this book that I'm going to buy tomorrow, please? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, the other thing that I have started reading um, and I bought at Forbidden Planet as well uh, was We Stand On Guard. Now, I came in on Sunday... I came on Sunday, went on TeamSpeak, and I, I was talking to Proton of uh, Night Shift fame. <laughs> and I've heard of him. Yeah. He says to me, I said, I'll tell him about the comic con, he asked me how it was and what have you. And he goes, here's a comic for you. This, this is what you want, this is what you want to read, this will blow your mind, this this is amazing, this book. And he, he posts me a link in the chat, and it, and it is, we stand on guard. I went, I'm already one up to you, mate, there you go, I've already got it yes, uh, early today. <laughs> And it and I don't know what it is. That something kiss up. I thought I was talking to you about it a few weeks ago, wasn't it? After a show, asking about a, a comic book a series that has a Canadian flag on the front of it, and I couldn't remember what it was. And I found it, and I thought I'll just wait until Comic Con and see what I can find. And I've got this book. And the basic premise is based on the first episode, first issue that I've read, is that the US go to war with with Canada. And it's but it's like it's like sort of like near future esque. Based on what I've seen, it, it is it, there's, there's like big like automaton robots like that that are, that are like patrolling Canada like oh, with big American flags. Brian flag K. Vaughan again. I'm just Brian K. Vaughan, but and like I say, I'm told this is one of the best books around. This is, and like I say, this is Brian K. Vaughan. It's maybe also step, step, prick me ears up because I know you speak highly of him. Um, I need to get this now. And this is, this is like, I say, a one, like I say, I prefer, I like books that are just one sort of story arc and don't have like a massive branching path and like a really long run. Mm. This is like a one and done sort of book. Um, and so far, like I say, I've read the first issue and it is, 
it is it has a it, this is the same as preacher for me this is this had me i was like well i've got to, i've got to read the second one now i've got to read the second one just carry on and i i just started reading the second one when sheepdog gave me a call on skype so i will probably have both of them preach both preacher and we stand on guard read for next week um so i'll be able to tell you any more about them but on so far so good they are they are some of the best books I've read since getting into comics. Awesome. There you go. Oh, what's this? A special edition, eh? 12th of May 2016. I might have to get the hardcover special edition of it off of Amazon. Yeah, so I've got I've got the hardcover. Uh, I don't yeah. like hardcovers. They're hard to read. Yeah, it They're is a bit hard to carry though. around Comic-Con when you've got yes. a bag full of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Indeed. Stupid world. Yeah, I've got that on my Amazon wish list now, which is ever-growing. Yep. Oh, Indeed. Oh, dear. Deary, deary me. Right, is that is that us done for the, this? has been the longest show we've done in about two years. This is it is. All that Comic Con excitement, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Still flowing through us. Um, to wrap things up, make sure you do keep getting your MGPX tickets slash raffle tickets done. Wherever you do that through the Indiegogo to line our pockets at maturegamerpodcast.com slash MGPX. Or if you want to give some money to charity, you can do that at justgiving.com slash MGPX16. Um, whichever way you do it, every pound that you part with will get you an entry into the raffle with a chance to win a one terabyte Xbox One with a copy of The Division, plus lots of other goodies too. Yeah, I read a good email back from Jinx today saying they are sorry they hadn't responded to my previous emails, but they're very on board and want to help. So Splendid. Yeah. Did you know, boys and girls, that you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast and you can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. And I'm at Pub1986. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and YouTube at youtube.com slash Podcast. While you're on YouTube, also subscribe to the Lujo FM on there. Hit 3,000 subscribers this week, which was uh, rather pleasant. Um, and there'll be a Lelujo FM Q&A this weekend. So if you get in quick on my Facebook page or on my Twitter... Um, you can get a question into the Q&A, which will be out on Sunday afternoon at youtube.com slash Um I think that's it. Am I supposed to plug anything else? Have we done an alpha beta gamer advert? I, I don't think we have for a little while. Apparently that's a website um, that we spontaneously talk about and don't get paid <laughs> for. Um, they're good, aren't they? Yeah, you can get an alpha or a beta for lots of different games. I they, hear yeah. that Alpha Out of the Walking Dead was named after this site because... They have similar practices at Alpha Beta Gamer. As was Beta. Yeah. Is it them to? Is this their company? Possibly. Maybe it's what they did before. Do they walk around in zombie skins all day? Have we ever met these people? If they're listening, hit me up on Twitter and let me know if you walk around in zombie skins all day. Um, Let us know your thoughts on Negan as well. Yeah. Or if you want to ask them, go to alphabetagamer.com and ask them. Oh, while you're there, you could hook yourself up with some excellent alphas and or betas of uh, video game entertainment. They should have the little gamer dating site on there so you can hook yourself up with gamers as well. Yeah, or psychotic post-apocalyptic nutcases. Yeah, zombie-wearing maniacs. Exactly. <laughs> See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye-bye.